Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, what's happening? I'm Mike Schmidt, 40-year-old boy podcast. How you doing out there in TV land? Uh, and, and let me ask you this. Why are you in TV land? Clearly, it's podcast time. Why would you find yourself in TV land during podcast time? We have to get you, you know what, we got to stop the show right now. We've got to get you to podcast land because in TV land, there's no way you're getting the full impact of whatever it is I'm bringing to the table via this microphone. So I'm going to tell you, you have to get out your phone, check out Google Maps. I think there's an actual connection. They might have an attachment uh, that gets you from TV land to podcast land. There must be a train of some sort, right? Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine, does he roll? He's Well, he's a TV train. Uh, or perhaps you can take Super Train from the 70s. Maybe that's out there waiting for you. Fred Silverman's boondoggle that almost ruined NBC. Uh, if you ever get the chance, if you ever want to watch something that's so 70s, it'll make your teeth hurt. There's the Super Train Pilot, and it's available on YouTube, I believe. I watched it. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, like, honestly, it's it's so crazy. I can't believe that Comedy Central hasn't done some sort of knock. Or not even, I, I wouldn't even say Comedy Central, because Comedy Central doesn't do comedy anymore. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say Adult Swim. You know how Adult Swim is like Children's Hospital, and then they made that uh, the Chris Elliott one where he was like a fucking secret agent or whatever the fuck? Yeah. Um, they, they, I can't believe they haven't done like a remake of Super Train with all of the UCB people in it, because you could do it shot for shot even and just be corny and bad because it is so, it's so seventies, dudes, and it's a, it's a, it's just a, it's like the love boat, but it's a super train. It's like people on a train meeting cute and possible terrorists and whoever. Although famously there were no uh, ever, there was never any violence on the love boat except for one episode featuring Demond Wilson. From Sanford and Son, good Christ, I, anybody younger than fucking 40 right now is just like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and I don't blame you. I, I keep thinking, I don't want to age myself out with my references, but, and also, I, I also overestimate who's fucking listening to this show. Nobody under 40 listens to this goddamn show. Everybody's my age, and, but even so, if 40 to 50, that's still in play for figuring out what the fuck I'm talking about. If I said Demond Wilson to fucking 15 people on the street, I would get, a, I, I'm getting 15 blank looks. I, I apologize. Let me take that back. I get 13 blank looks. One guy asks for my wallet and someone kicks me in the shin and runs away. That's that's where the inspiration DeMond Wilson brings to the table. God damn you, Lamont. Uh, this is a true story. 
<laughs> when we play poker, there's a, there's a silly game. Whenever we have a dummy hand, sometimes you'll play a game and you got to beat everybody, but then there's a dummy hand that you have to beat at the end to try to win the pot. And if you don't beat the dummy hand, the game continues. Uh, that happens in a game called King Little. It happens in a game called Cross Guts. It happens in a million different things. So there's a, a different uh, dummy hand that you have to... You, you can beat all the players at the table, but then you have to beat the dummy hand. And it, because it's a table of comedian idiots, it evolved to you got to beat the dummy hand, which means you've got to beat Lamont. Because in Sanford and Son, fucking Red Fox always called Lamont dummy. Hey, dummy. He called his son dummy because he's a wonderful father. And so it, the dummy hand became Lamont. So we're like, you got to beat Lamont. That's what you got to do is you got to beat Lamont. Uh, oh, what is Lamont bringing to the table? Whatever a guy's going to survive. Because again, we will, and the, all the other guys at the table are always rooting for Lamont because they want the pot to get bigger and they want the game to continue. Nobody wants your friend to win. Fuck that. So uh, Lamont would be the, the dummy hand. So then if you lose to Lamont, this is completely true. And when we play poker, uh, we will pull the dummy hand because you get your hand. You're like, oh, Lamont's got this and then this and then bang. And if Lamont beats you, the entire table, all the rest of the guys go da 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 holding your your losing hand and staring uh and and then as if that wasn't bad enough we do everybody does the Sanford and Son theme song directly in your face because you just lost a poker hand uh if that wasn't bad enough uh the lovely and talented Pat Francis bought the <laughs> I stupid to even say it he bought the Demond Wilson slash Lamont Sanford Funko Pop and that is at every game and when a dummy hand comes out, Lamont goes on the table and he stands there and he actually draws the cards. And if we're feeling uh, particularly jocular, if we're feeling particularly jolly, we'll pick him up and make him dance. Uh, we have fun, I guess, is what I'm trying to drive home. That's the point I'm trying to drive home whenever we play poker live. And we haven't. We've done it very uh, rarely. It's been sparse because of the pandemic. Did you guys hear about the pandemic? Oh, don't, don't even read it. It'll just depress you. It's about diseases and masks and all sorts of bullshit. If you haven't been paying attention, uh, the pandemic has gripped our lives. And I'm and here's my favorite part. Uh, I'm told the pandemic is over. And there are people who are like, absolutely not. The government's like, no, truly, the pandemic is finished. And there are people like, nope. It's, uh, their medical professionals are like, no, it's actually going to get worse if you don't fucking wear any masks. So we're essentially in the same place we were two years ago. But everybody just went, ah, fuck this. I'm bored. I'm tired of it. Even the government, because the government's like, well, we're not paying anybody else. So fucking go to work. And uh, and I, I've seen people look. And also there's those people out there who claim that the vaccines gave them scurvy or whatever the fuck. And. If, that, if this has been your experience, I look. I don't mean to shout it down because I'm I'm no medical uh, professional. I'm no medical anything. I'm not a professional anything, quite frankly. Uh, I'm a guy with a microphone who's able to go ahead and touch a few buttons and get his voice into your goddamn ears as it jams all the way through your iPod vagina. Um, so I don't mean to. You know, I, I see people who have genuine concerns, and I don't know. I mean, I I've look. I've been. I've had the shot, and then I had another shot, and then I had. An, I think I've been triple boosted now. I've gotten flu shots. And look, maybe it's because I'm stronger than all of you. Perhaps that's what it is. I'm strong like bull, as they say over in Russia. 
Uh, I have had no issues at all. I had a sore arm for about an hour. Uh, one night I fell asleep super quick from one of the shots. But other than that, <laughs> I'm fucking tip top as I yawn in your face at 1.54 in the afternoon. Uh, and now you're going to look and go, what? You just recorded this now and put it out? Yes, of course. This I was done recording with Lily on Tuesday, and now I'm recording this on Thursday afternoon. And I almost recorded it last night, but I went and saw a couple of movies yesterday, and I got home, and I was a little beat. All right, let's put it this way. I went to one movie, and then I saw another movie at my house. Hey, let's talk about those for just a second. Here's two movies that I saw that you should see. Uh, one of them is out streaming on Hulu, and one of them is at the theater. It just came out. Uh, the movie I went to see at the theater last night, I saw an, I had an early uh, early ticket thing. I, I, here's the thing. I'll get this. I got an offer from, uh, I, I belong to Regal Cinema's like uh, unlimited movie package, whatever the fuck. And I don't know how long, much longer that's going to last. I think it expires in a month, but I, I did it for a year. And I got to tell you, it's pretty fucking great. It, it is a really good deal. Basically, it's 20 bucks a month and you can see unlimited movies. And I know people have done that through AMC before. There used to be, what was it, Movie Pass or Movie Phone or whatever the fuck. Welcome to Movie Phone. Lily and I actually talk about Movie Phone uh, in the in the bulk of the episode. Um, but yeah, those those places existed, but I never tried it. So I tried this for a year, and then I didn't use it for five months. This is funny. I, I literally bought the fucking Regal thing, and I didn't use it for five months. I didn't start going until the summer. And then I saw Thor, then I saw Nope, then I, whatever. I, saw, I started seeing at least one movie a week I would go. And uh, crazy fun. And I got to take... Because also... There are people who are like, man, you can just watch this stuff at home or I'll wait for it to stream. I really, really like going to the movies. As I've talked about before, I don't like people who do their bullshit. But if you can go to the movies and just be in the room, the popcorn, it's fucking great. So I went and see a movie. I got an offer from uh, periodically Regal will send me notes and go, hey, guess what? If you get a ticket to this movie, you'll give you a free popcorn and a free soda. I'm like, that's fantastic. I, I like free popcorn and free soda. I don't drink soda, though. I get a half uh, fruit punch, half lemonade. That's right. I'm I'm that guy. I make the cashier become a fucking barista or whatever the fuck. Guy's trying. This guy's just trying to sell popcorn and jujubes. He's just trying to get snow caps out to the masses. And then I come along and I go. I'm relying on your mixology skills <laughs> to make me a proper <laughs> lemonade and punch. Ho 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 ho. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, please, Cameron, make my drink. Uh it doesn't seem like it's a big deal, right? To mix two things to suicide a drink. I don't know. So I get this note and it says you get a free popcorn. And a thing. So I, I was going to see the menu anyway. It's the movie The Menu, which just came out. And I was going to see it anyway, but I'm like, you know what? If I go early, if I go Wednesday, because also it was a seven o'clock showing. Now, I normally go to the movies late. Like I go to the last showing and then I get out of there. And it's fucking one, one thirty, two o'clock. I, I, I saw fucking what, what did I see. I saw Black Panther Wakanda forever because that's another thing Regal does. When you went to the Arclight, there were like a couple trailers and then the movie. And that and that was fine. But fucking Regal has commercials for like deodorant. I'm like, I don't, what the fuck is this? It's a big TV. I'm here to go to a movie. I paid to get in here. Don't be showing me fucking all these commercials. And then they'll have 17 fucking trailers. Now, I love trailers, so I don't mind that. But the commercials and the quizzes and shit like that, I, I please. I don't need to see Maria Menounos talking to some third lead from a movie I'm never going to watch. Uh, so I know also that if a movie says it starts at 11, it's really not going to start until like 11.15 or 11.20 in the case of Black Panther. And that started at 11.20, and then the movie was two hours and 45 minutes long. Uh, so I didn't get out of there like 2.15, whatever the fuck I was, after credits and every other goddamn thing. Um, <laughs> so uh, the, the menu started at 7, which meant I could be out of there on time to possibly get a taco or something afterwards. You know, Because if you're leaving at 2 in the morning... 
it's a ghost town. I, you know, you're not getting tacos. The only thing you might get is stabbed. You know what I mean? Going to the parking garage. So I'm like, ah, fuck all that. I'll just go ahead and go to an early movie, the menu, and also free popcorn, free soda, done. So I make the purchase, and then I go to the movie last night, and I walk up to the old concession stand. Now, I will say this. Uh, times are hard out there. I recognize this. The aforementioned pandemic has changed the workforce and the way customers are dealt with. Uh, in that waiting times might be longer and you have to have a little more patience. You have to understand, look, man, uh, they may be understaffed. Now, look, is that a larger problem in the fact that these fucking businesses won't hire enough fucking people because they don't want to pay the price? Yes, because uh, there are people who don't cho- who choose not to work for that wage. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I understand. But the problem is when you go to the theater and there's, uh, you know, 20 people in line for concessions and two cashiers and you're like, what the fuck? You're a movie theater. You should you should have there should never be less than fucking 10 people working the whole time you're here. Two managers. There's a, and, you know, even worse, this fucking drives me crazy at this regal. They got a concession stand. They got two fucking people working it. There's a bar because they think, hey, look, we've got drinks now. Woohoo! Hey, who who wants to enjoy a pina colada with Wakanda forever? Get the fuck or Wakanda forever. How about a pina Wakanda? Get a pina Wakanda to watch Wakanda forever. I mean, what the who needs a mixed drink? How fucking what kind of a degenerate drinker are you that you're like you know what would really make this movie go down a lot more smoothly? A gin and tonic. What the fuck are you? What are you fucking from the fifties? Jesus Christ, go hang up your wool overcoat at your house, stoke your fire, and read a volume by the fire. I, I, you don't need to be out here watching movies and getting a highball. Who wants a fucking highball with Avatar, you fucking idiots? Oh, Christ, I'll tell you what, I'm uh, really looking forward to the gimlet I'm going to drink while I watch Avatar. What the fuck? You don't need a highball at the fire. And even worse, the bar's always dead. Because you know who goes to the movies? Fucking young people who sneak in flasks and they don't need to buy your high-priced fucking drinks. Nobody goes to the fucking movie theater and goes, oh, you know what? I hope they can blend me up a margarita. That'd be fucking awesome. No, nobody wants your margarita at the theater. Nobody wants a movie margarita, okay? They sneak in a flask. They do whatever. They, they'll, and they'll drink after the fucking movie. So they got a bar there. And, it's, and the thing is, the bar's always dead, but there's a bartender over there. I'm like, hey, you, come over here and pour Cokes. Apparently, you've got the fucking skill. You can get a beverage in your blood, so get over here and fucking make a move, man. So I get there yesterday at like fucking 6.45, I think, and there's a huge concession line again, as always. This time, they had three people working, but it was still, you know, with Wakanda Forever, you're super busy all the fucking time, man, and you've got the menu premiere. This is like the deal where you, there's a deal. You send it out to people and said, hey, come to the, the opening night early. So I get in line to get my fucking soda and my and my fucking popcorn and my my soda. I mean my half punch, half lemonade. And you, know, I know you don't care, but I wait in line, and then I wait in line. And also, here's another thing: Regal did fuck. It's so funny. I just told you how great this is, and now I'm shitting all over it. I don't mean to, but um, when I first started going to this theater, they uh, there was Wi-Fi in the theater. It was for Regal customers, and it was great. It was just you turned it on and you had Wi-Fi in the theater. Well, now it never works. The, the Wi-Fi in the theater never connects. It never works. And even worse than that, you only get... I, 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 I'm an AT&T guy, so you know, Verizon, T-Mobile, whatever the fuck. It all might be different. I get one bar in this fucking theater. I mean, it's and it's not in the middle of nowhere. It's right on fucking... It's right off fucking Ventura Boulevard. Or, uh, 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 sorry, Laurel Canyon Boulevard. It's it's in the middle of the city. Why would I get one fucking bar in this place? But you, So now you can't connect. And look, 
I don't maybe it's some way to thwart people from doing it during the movies, which fine. I'm all for that. But I mean, I'm standing in line at the concession stand while two guys try to labor through an entire fucking school bus of people who came to see Wakanda forever. And I'm just trying to check scores. I want to see a hockey score. I can't even get on my goddamn phone, you dicks. And also, I know it's in some way, you know, it's some weird cost cutting bullshit because they used to have. The Wi-Fi. It was great. It was You'd walk in, the Wi-Fi would connect instantly, and you'd have fucking Wi-Fi the whole time you were in the theater. And now it doesn't work. You're like, oh, of course it doesn't work. And another thing, look, this whole mall is beaten up. I told you this. Is, I've talked about this mall many times because now I'm spending half my fucking time there. So I notice all this shit. Um, remember I told you the elevators where I, I scared the people after Smile? <laughs> I'm a terrible guy. Well, they also have, they have these escalators, too. And the escalators never work. Uh, the some like you'll get out of the movie and the 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 down escalator is now stairs, which is fine. Um, but it happens all the time. And now I went there last night and the the elevators were shut down. And I'm like, do you are, is this this is a real message to cripples? I mean, I, I don't know. Are you saying, hey man, we don't want any fucking wheelchair people in here because the theater's on the second floor. I don't know how the fuck people are getting up there because the elevators, all of them, there were because th- there's three elevators, all of them were stuck at the one M and they wouldn't come down. Press the button, it wouldn't light up. So then I had to walk, you know, I walk down the steps and I walk across the street and I got to walk up the escalator up to the second floor. And I counted it's it's 50 steps up to the uh, up to the place. Now, now, not from now down, down from the parking garage. It was 12, 12 and 12 and 12. So it's 48 and you cross the street. It's another 50. So it's 100 steps. Plus you're crossing the street. Uh, I, I, I turned my phone on for a workout to tell my phone I was getting some steps in. Uh, I, I just. <laughs> I want to stop complaining about the earth. I really do. And it's funny saying that now when you hear the Lily show, you're going to crack up because you're going to go, yeah, no, this guy's not stopping complaining about fucking anything. It's it's in your nature to find things to be angry about. And I get that. Uh, and by, see, like, by the way, you like what I included all of you people in there. <laughs> it's in your nature to find things to be angry about. Eh, it might be in my nature to find things to be angry about. I I want to like things and I want to live the the... The unaffected life. You know what I mean? I just want to go to the fucking see a movie. But when they do, when they're, when, they're, when people are pissing in elevators or carving a cock and balls into the wall, I'd like, I just find all of these reasons to think this is, this is why society has fallen or, or I'm, I'm standing here in the middle of society falling and I, and they built this nice new shiny, lovely mall and people piss in the elevators and, and they, and now the elevators don't work. And now these guys are turning off the elevators and the escalator. I'm sure it's to save electricity somehow. Like they're not making enough money, some fucking money grab where they're trying to get, I, I just, I'm so tired of seeing fucking money grab. And it's, you're going to laugh because again, you're like, well, Mike, maybe you have a problem with capitalism. Well, wait until you hear the me and Lily show. All right. So that's fine. But fucking like, I just read an article about the, the NCAA tournament. The NCAA tournament has 64 teams in it. It's actually 68 because they have this play-in game. It's fucking stupid. But it's like 64 teams. It's a perfect number. It's a perfect tournament, and and Cinderella's can go on a run. It's fucking beautiful. Well, now, of course, because there's so much money being paid for the television rights and all of these other things, the NCAA, which if you don't know anything about the NCAA, a bunch of rules have been changed, and uh, and they have to give money to players now, and they don't like it. It's a big mess. So now the NCAA is like the big conferences. They're like, you know what we should do? We should expand the tournament. And the reason they want to expand the tournament, they want to expand it, first of all, to 96 teams, which is fucking crazy. So they went in, they went in with another 30, extra 32 teams or whatever the fuck. So, but the reason they want to do that is because it will all be, it will all be these teams from the SEC and the Big Ten, these big conferences, because they see 
a team like George Mason who makes a run or VCU, Virginia Commonwealth. And they're like, oh man, we should have that money. Like they're, they're, they're so mad that these smaller teams go on a run and Cinderella's make money while their teams didn't even make the tournament. They're, you know, they're like, you know, if Purdue had been in there, they would have beat VCU, whatever the fuck. I, I just, it's just ridiculous to me. It was an article by Will Leach that I read and he, 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 I'm basically regurgitating his talking points. But when I read it, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is awful. Like they're trying to change it so that the, the, these mid, these mid majors or these lower, smaller schools won't have a chance to even get in. Like they'll, they'll have to fight five teams in order to get into the fucking team of 64 for Christ's sake or whatever the fuck. And I just like, man, why are you ruining shit? That's great. There's plenty of other bad shit out there. You can ruin. There's stuff you've already ruined. You could ruin again. Why not that? But the fucking NCAA tournament, just don't fuck with it. It's 64 teams. And then the best, the best, what do they think? Do they think people are like, oh man, I love when Duke wins every game. I mean, if you're a Duke fan, yes, but everybody else wants to see Duke get the fuck knocked out of them. And they're hoping even better if Duke gets beat by like fucking Loyola or some fucking, you know, school for the blind. Like they're, they're like, man, it's, it's fun when Duke loses to Kansas, but you know, rock chalk, whatever the fuck, but it's even more fun when Duke loses to some fucking, you know, Lehigh or somebody like that. You're like, this is fucking beautiful. And that's what makes the tournament fun to watch guys hitting bombs and some fucking small school gets three point hot and goes bananas because they have great point guard play. And they know exactly their whole system is going to run fucking rings around some athletical fucking athletical. I just made up a word, some big athletic roster you know it's just it's 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 pure sports and without the and look there's money of course involved but for this viewer it's pure sports to see these small schools take on these big schools and some of them win it's fucking great and now they're trying to squeeze them out and it's such a fucking drag man it's such a drag uh and i don't know how to oh and so then when i see like a big mall this is a brand new mall but some lights are off and like the escalators are off and they turn the elevators off at night i'm like you know what man this is clearly they're trying to save money on their electric bill. Why did you build a fucking mall if you were going to try to save money on your electric bill? You shouldn't give a flying fuck about the electric bill. If you have, if you have a mall, don't you have 10 generators? Don't you have like Thomas Jefferson the 8th running the fucking joint? Don't you have a Tesla, your own Nikolai Tesla somewhere in a cage and you're making him do all the fucking work? Don't try to fucking save money on your electric bill if you're a mall. But conversely, I will say this, when I see a small business like a pizza place or a Chinese restaurant by my house late at night and they've accidentally left their neon open sign on overnight, I worry about what their electric bill is going to be. I'm not even joking. It's so, I'll, I'll be like, oh no. Like, like I'm like, if there's a way I could turn that off, I would to save them fucking four cents because I want them to save four cents because they need to make me some fucking lobster, uh, shrimp and lobster sauce. You know what I mean? I don't want them to go under, but a big fucking mall Man, what do you give a fuck about your electronics and shit like that? Jesus Christ, just let them shine into the night. Have everything on. You should be shining a beacon into the sky that says we sell bad fish and good movies. Who fucking cares? Infuriating. So all that shit was off yesterday. I finally get upstairs. I walk up the stairs. I get in line. There's two people working. And like I said, that's just our current reality. I'm not, I don't approve of, of businesses not paying people a living fucking wage. But I do approve of employees going, well, fuck it. I'm not going to take that gig. And then you show up and maybe there's like two people working. And you're like, ah, and, but then the thing is you can't get mad at those people. Okay. When they, when they do something like, so, cause that's what happened last night. I got to the front of the line. I said, Hey, I, uh, I bought the ticket for the menu and I got the deal where you got free popcorn and a free soda. He's like, well, do you have paperwork? And I was like, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. I have an app. I go and it sent me a thing and it said, buy now and get free popcorn. And he goes, where, where does it say that? 
I go, I thought it was just a deal for everybody. I mean, I'm sure everybody who came to the thing mentioned it to you. He's like, no, nobody said anything. I said, well, is there a manager? And he's like, no, she, she's not here right now. And I go, well, I, I go, look, I don't, I don't want to hold up the line, but it's just, it's a soda and a popcorn. He goes, yeah, I, I can't help you. I don't know anything about it. I go, I got an email. It was a free soda and a free popcorn for buying this ticket to the movie. What? And he's just like, no, I can't, I can't. I'm sorry, man, unless there's something. He goes, so I pull up my Regal app and we scroll through. He goes, here's one for a combo for $6. And I'm like, that wasn't what it was. I, it wasn't, wasn't, it said a free soda and a free popcorn. And and then I just shut down because, again, I can't get mad at him because he doesn't know. You know what I mean? He it, he has no idea. And I've been on the other side of the counter where you go, look, I, I wish I could help you. I do, but I don't have the answers. And, uh, you know, Cameron with his fucking pierced lip and his orange dye job and his hair. I'm, I'm just like, I can't yell at this dude. I don't want to get mad about a fucking soda and a popcorn. And I just, I right, fine, fine. I go, just give me a, a large fucking punch and lemonade, please. <laughs> Bought that, went and sat down. Um, but you feel so fucking impotent because there's nothing you can do about it. I'm like, I know, I know what I bought. I'm not a crazy person. And is it their fault for it not being in the app? Yes, probably. Uh, man, what? And I know all of you're like, oh, first world problems. Uh, 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 gunshot. Yeah, I know. I didn't get a free popcorn and a soda. But pissed me off because I I I went to the, I was I was going to see the movie on the weekend anyway. But I went to the early screening thinking, you know what? I'll go to an early screening and I'll get a free popcorn and a soda. It'll be a delight. Plus, it's a movie about food, and they're giving me free food to attend the movie about food. Isn't that grand? <laughs> uh, but I will tell you this: I saw the movie, and I don't want to. You know, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to tell you anything that you don't know. Uh, although I will tell you this: there was a guy in the movie that I didn't see in the trailer. The trailer was dominated by Anya Taylor-Joy and her gigantic facial features. My Lord, her eyes are huge. Her mouth is gigantic. I don't know. She's just like this human Pez dispenser, man. And she's incredibly hot. There's something mysterious hot about her. I don't know how to explain it. Between her and Mia Goth, I have discovered an entirely new uh, waif to be attracted to this summer, which is crazy, and I shouldn't say that. But also, they're extremely talented actresses, yes. But also, shocked at their beauty. Because in my brain, I was like, I never thought I'd want to fuck a fawn <laughs> because that's what they both reminded me of, like like a fawn that's just born and can't walk on its gangly legs. But, you know, I don't, I don't know why. That's just their appearance. I mean, they're, they're both, again, brilliant actresses. They steal their movies. Everything they're in, you can't stop watching them. I saw Anya Taylor-Joy in The Witch. I saw Anya Taylor-Joy in the fucking Northman. Uh, I, I think she's in Last Night in Soho, which I haven't seen yet. But she's she's just dominating. She's fucking everywhere you want to be. Uh, she's American Express. What that was her Visa? What is that? Or Mastercard? I don't know. She's some she's some credit card baby. Um, and she's getting paparazzi to death, and she has a different outfit all the time. She just she was ready for this fame thing, man. She was totally ready for this, and she has a different outfit for every fucking show, every fucking perp walk she does out in the street or pap walk, I should say. Jesus Christ, she's not going to jail, uh, although she should <laughs> because that body is a crime. Uh, boy, she's so skinny. She's a thin lady. Uh, she's like I said, she's a wave. She's delicate. She's a feather that acts. She's just so she's a bubble. You know, what she is. She's a bubble. She's like, you ever have you ever do your dishes and you squirt the the dish detergent and some bubbles go in the air and was, they disappear into the ether. That's Anya Taylor Joy. Eventually, she just float away. Um, but she's in it with the Ray Fines. And then uh, who else is in it? Judith Light is in it. And Nicholas Holt, who's in it. Uh, whatever it's, uh, I will tell you this. I, I saw the trailers 
And in my brain, I'm like, well, there's a twist here. And I, I think I know what the twist is. Uh, I will tell you this. I'm not, well, I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm not going to spoil anything. All I will tell you is it was pretty great. It was a really, I really, really enjoyed the menu. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you should go. And you probably haven't seen it because you're hearing the show on a Thursday that it came out. It just came out today. Perhaps you saw it this morning. Perhaps like me, you went last night and you did get your popcorn and soda. Good for you. Um, so I, I, I loved it. I really loved the, the movie, The Menu. I thought it was really well done. So go check it out. And then I came home and I was like, you know what? I still want to watch another movie. Because again, I was early enough that I could watch another movie when I got home. Uh, and I know you're thinking, well, you should have recorded this last night. Yes, fuck off. I get it. You're right. But he, all right, here was my thinking. You're, do you want to hear how pathetic this is? Uh, in my brain, I was like, yeah, I'll record it. I'll have it out on Thursday morning like I used to do. But then I was like, you know what? I kind of like putting it out on Thursday afternoon because then I actually change the photo on Facebook and more people see the photo. <laughs> uh, because I've been shadow banned in most of your accounts, I think. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Um, I watched a movie last night called The Art of Self-Defense. First of all, I should tell you, I watched The Social Network about 10 days ago. And uh, man, oh man, Jesse Eisenberg is fucking amazing in that movie. Everybody's amazing. Army Hammer's amazing. They're, they're all, even Rooney Mara does a great job. Water. Um, Social Network's just a brilliant movie. Andrew Garfield, Timberlake. So, so good. I've seen it, you know, 10 times easy. It was one of those movies also during the pandemic where I just throw it on because it's fucking brilliant. But I like... Jesse Eisenberg. I, I, I liked him as Lex Luthor. A lot of people hated him. And I was like, no, this is this is a great take on Lex Luthor. I was all for it. Uh, now, the rest of the movie was garbage, but it was it was I thought him and his performance, because that's who he is. You know, if you're going to look, if you're going to hire Jesse Eisenberg, you're not going to get a cool, common, collected villain. All right. You're going to get this guy, this jittery bag of nerves. And there's nothing wrong with that. If he chooses to play it like that, that's who you hired. That's the way it's going to go. So in this movie called The Art of Self-Defense, I watched uh, last night, he plays a guy, he's an accountant, and uh, he winds up getting mugged and he decides he needs to to help himself uh, and protect himself going forward. I don't want to give away too much, uh, so that's all I'm going to say. There's an actor actor named Imogene Poots in it. She's terrific. And uh, I believe the guy's name is Alexander Diavolo, Alexandria Diavolo. It's a dude. He's so good in this movie. And Eisenberg is so good in this movie. And and I should tell you this real quick. Uh, I know that my movie taste is completely different than your, your movie taste. I touch on it a little bit with Lily later. Uh, I, I think, and I'm not, this is not a blanket indictment of all of you that are listening, but I do think that people now are settling for 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 what they think is good and calling it great. For me, and I should say, again, I I think I mentioned this with Lily later, uh, Wakanda Forever was not for me. I did not enjoy it. Uh, Parts of it I liked, parts of it I wanted to be different. I understood why they did certain things. Uh, The opening Marvel crawl with Chadwick Boseman is fucking amazing. And then then the rest of it is the rest of it. Uh, But I I will tell you this. I I have a friend who shares my opinion. And we are the only people I've seen who don't like it. Everybody else loves it. They're going crazy for it. And for me, I just, I, and so it's arrogant of me to go, well, people are settling for mid, which is the the way I put it to a friend who said he liked it. And then I realized, well, you're being an asshole to this guy. I mean, if he liked it, he liked it. Why you, I've talked before about going, hey, it wasn't for me. This isn't for me. And I've been saying that a lot. And then sometimes there's some cracks in, in that, in the, in the 
base of that pyramid because I want to go, well, fuck, this This is terrible, right? This is awful. This is just a bad movie or a bad thing, bad show. Uh, But then it turns into a fight. And I don't want to fight with anybody. I don't want to fucking argue with anybody. And I don't want to tell anybody the things that they like are bad. You know what I mean? Uh, I want to love things, as I've mentioned. So if you like it, you like it. Good for you. But boy, oh boy, was it not for me. So I, I keep this in mind when I tell you about the menu and I tell you about the art of self-defense because I felt they were great movies. I loved them both. There's a there's a part in the menu I don't I don't want to I can't tell you about it. It's so bad because I don't want to spoil things. But it is a metaphor for social media and uh and it is so fucking great. It is a metaphor for my occupation and and what's happened to it with the explosion of social media. That's all I'll say. But I watched that scene and I was like, wow, holy fuck. This is two dudes. Because the guys who wrote it, I checked them out. They worked on Succession. Succession. Uh, the one dude was the head writer for The Onion for a long time. Uh, brilliant. They, they, they must do brilliant work because this movie, again, I thought subversive and cool and look everybody because i've read this thing people are like well it's very this and it's 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 got its it holds its thing on a surface it's not deep and i'm like i don't know what the fuck you're talking what do you want you know what i mean how deep do you want to go how deep do you want these metaphors and the level of this to fucking go uh they said what they needed to say and they did it and i thought a very a, a clever and uh pointed way and it's fucking great i really dug it so uh when i tell you that i love that and i love because the art of self-defense by the way is a super dark comedy. All right. I, I will just say you might not even think it's funny. I laughed out loud a lot. I, I just there there are things that happen in it and the way this one dude talks and the things that he says, it's just I it's for me. All right. You you may not like it. So when you write me, you'll be like, ah, I don't know. I because I, I've had people again, I recommend a Mandy on here and people watch it. And they're like, yeah, no, that was fucked. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I fucking loved it. I understand if you didn't like it. And it, you know, you also have to kind of dodge haymakers sometimes when you refer people to stuff. Hey, man, you should watch it because you're giving. I'm telling you, basically, to spend two hours of your time doing something I recommended. Watch the art of self defense. Watch the the menu, and then you'll be like, "Well, dude, that was two hours of my fucking time." There's there's other movies I could have seen that I love. And I'm like, "Well, then do that." <laughs> you don't have to listen to me. That's fine. Uh, but I'm going to say right now that I wholeheartedly endorse the menu and the art of self defense. And I was I felt yesterday I felt creatively nourished. If you want to go ahead and look for a phrase that is uncomfortable to say and yet apropos in this instance, I was I was creatively nourished watching both of those movies. I was very satisfied with the outcome on both of them. I thought they were just just fucking stellar work and I dug them very much. Hey, let's do some plugs. What do you say? Why am I talking in circles? I don't know. I'm, I, I, I don't need to. That's another thing I need to recognize. You know, the menu is an hour and 45 minutes long. The Art of Self-Defense, an hour and 45 minutes long. I talked to Lily for two hours and now here I am jerking off for another half hour. What the fuck? Uh, the Misfit Toys Co-op is out there right now. I'm part of it. Never Not Funny is part of it. Doug Loves Movies is part of it. The Todd Glass Show is part of it. No Fun with Jen Kirkman is part of it. And I think uh, Danielle Koenig's post, uh, postcast podcast. <laughs> I think it's called How to How to Not Be in Trouble. I look. I, <laughs> they haven't given me the word. the The headquarters over there at Misfit Toys hasn't said, hey, here's the new talking points or some other shows that are part of uh, the Misfit Toys co-op. But I think Danny is part of the Misfit Toys co-op with her co-host, a woman that I don't know, but I'm sure is talented and lovely. Uh, and it's uh, how to survive this or how to how to escape danger. I'm not sure what it's called. Because again, like I said, I didn't get a press release. Nobody contacted me. Uh, I've just seen plugs for it online. 
And from what I understand, there are commercials running for it here on my show. So I guess that's a tacit endorsement or a, a tangential, certainly, endorsement. If it's running here on the show, I guess I approve it. Uh, Never Not Funny, of course, features Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap and the Elliot Hochberg, Hochberg and uh, Garen Cockrell, Cockrell. Doug loves movies with Doug Benson. Todd Glass show with our friend Todd Glass and No Fun with Jen Kirkman. Jen's out there doing the big work. Go ahead and give them all a listen. Go ahead and give them all a subscription. They are available where you're going to find your finer podcasts right now. Uh, And speaking of finer podcasts, folks, did you know that they're sponsors of this show? Well, there certainly are at least one. Uh, My great friend, Fearful Jesuit, and his show Paranoid Strain, who I believe this week is talking about the... uh, satanic daycare panic that we had in the 80s the the mcmasters the mc i think that's what it was uh whatever there's a great movie with james woods in it on hbo um that you should check out but it's it was all about satanic molestation cults in 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 preschools holy christ it's amazing work uh conspiracy because you think to yourself man these conspiracies they they're eating up the world today oh well guess what they've been around a while they've been around uh, in the 80s 40 years ago they've been around fucking uh, you know, he talked about the Tudors and the Saxons for fuck's sake, I believe. I, there's there's nothing but conspiracy theories all day long. And our man, Fearful Jesuit, is here to deconstruct them. Hold on, there's a phone call from my neighbor. Let's see if he can grab it. Phone's still ringing. I don't know if he's going to grab that or not. Let's give him a shot. I don't think he's home, and that's a good thing, because otherwise his TV would be blurring and you'd hear that instead of the phone. Oh, the phone stopped. All right. So I guess the machine grabbed it. <laughs> Hi, I have a professional broadcast. Uh, Fearful Jesuit runs the paranoid strain his, with his faithful Danny Unicorn by his side, taking the blades of chaos out of the hands of the God of war and tearing asunder all of the conspiracy theories that are here, there and fucking everywhere, letting you know what's wrong, what's right, letting you know that left is right and right is wrong. Letting you know that right red pocket means you're interested in this and yellow left pocket means you're interested in that. <laughs> you might be, you might, these are all conspiracy theories in some way, really. Uh, go ahead and check it out right now, the Paranoid Strain Podcast. And, uh, you know, if you want to leave them a review, you should do that, certainly. It's available in the Apple Podcast space and then wherever you find your other podcasts, Spotify or uh, Google Podcasts, all over the place. Our great friend, Fearful uh, Jesuit at Paranoid Strain, the Paranoid Strain podcast available right now. And uh, leave a review, please. Go ahead and write out a, a great review telling them that it's really good. If you want to mention me, you can, although that doesn't make any sense. That's just me looking to get some sort of, uh, uh, to quote Jesse Eisenberg from from fucking The Social Network. Uh, that's just me getting on Fearful Jesuit's shoulders and calling myself tall. And I don't want to do that. So please support Fearful Jesuit and his endeavors just because he's him. And his show is fantastic, and he does great work, and does something that I could never do. Again, he edits, he listens, and edits. Gee, that's two right there. That's two things right there. I don't even fucking do. Uh, my favorite thing is when I get Facebook memories, and people are like, "This is the best show you ever did," or "This is the best show you ever did." I have to look at the date of it and go, "All right, I should probably go back and listen to that one and figure out which one it was, see if people actually dig that, or if that, or just that one person, or whatever the fuck." Um, but I've reached some decisions regarding that as well. I'm not going to go into it here. We're already, I already talked your fucking ear off. Uh, but yeah, I, there's all sorts of stuff. You, and I know I've said that before and whatever. So th- there's no point in saying shit. I'll just do it. Uh, there's no point in saying shit on a podcast. <laughs> I'll just fucking do it, right? Sure. 
The Paranoid Strain Podcast with the host Fearful Jesuit and his great friend Danny Unicorn. Uh, I'm honored to be associated with them, and I'm happy that they continue to support my show. And the least I can do is tell you to go ahead and please support their show because it is one of the greatest shows uh, you'll ever hear put together, edited and, and fucking recorded. Just the... The amount of work and painstaking care that goes into each episode is phenomenal, and uh, and I recommend it highly. The Paranoid Strain Podcast with Fearful Jesuit. Go ahead and check it out right now, wherever your finer podcasts are sold, and please leave him a good review if you're so inclined. It lets uh, Apple know that he's a hitter. That's the good news. Also, our great friend David Hernandez does the Flemcat Podcast. Did you know this? Well, he certainly does. That's two words, by the way. Flemcat, P-H-L-E-G-M. C-A-T. It's important that you drink water between both words whenever you're describing it to somebody. Makes it more effective. The Flemcat Podcast. Uh, it's uh, out there right now. He does amazing work. He's talking about fishing and golf. He's talking about uh, bass playing. He talks to a guy with a turtle voice. He has unbelievable cast of characters involved in that show. First of all, be his friend. If you want to go to Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez, go ahead and be his friend on there. And uh, he'll you'll get all of his plugs. You can actually go to the Flumcat Podcast page on Facebook. And also, there's a, there's a Paranoid Strain Podcast page on Facebook. Go ahead and check that out, too. Go ahead and join both of those societies. In the case of Fearful Jesuit, it's a secret society. Uh, join those now so you can be active in the community. That would help both shows, certainly. The Flumcat Podcast is out there. Oh, and also, I you know, I have a page called the Westside 86 Jokers. If you want to go ahead and jump on that, why not? Uh, throw a plug in for myself here, because why not do that? The Flumcat Podcast is our great friend, David. And like I said, if you go to Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez, you'll see the artwork he's been doing. He's been doing H2O Beauties for a while. Uh, he'll do artwork for you and yours. He'll do... Uh, Anything you need, he'll put it together. It'll be fantastic, and you'll love it. He can paint oil paintings. He can paint watercolors, and they make fantastic Christmas gifts. It is the season to look into getting artwork, and I know that our friend David does it. Go to Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez, and he, he, he uh, can answer all your queries and questions and probably do whatever you want him to do because he is a miracle man, as Ozzy Osbourne would say. Miracle man. All right. Uh, <laughs> so there it is. The Flemcat podcast available where your finer podcasts are found. Paranoid strain podcast available where all of your finer podcasts are ready to be downloaded and locked and put into your ears. Please do it right now. I'll wait. No, I won't. Who wants to hire me for cameo? Oh, for cameo. Oh, for cameo. Oh, oh. who wants to hire me for cameo? So I can tell your cousin he's a jerk. Uh, you know, I was just doing a cameo for our great friend J.D. Ellis. I think I referenced that in the conversation with Lily. That is to come. And it was nice of J.D. to think of me. And he reached out and he's like, hey, you should do this. And uh, and I did it, you know, and it was kind. And, and it was one of those deals where uh, I thought I was going to be. I, I He's like, I don't need it until Wednesday. I'm like, great, because that gives me four days to wait. And then he's like, I need it on Tuesday. So then I'm recording it Monday night at four in the morning, because why not? And then it wasn't listed in my cameos. And I'm like, what the fuck? He said he did it. He said he sent it. Um, but what he had done was he had reached out via PayPal and sent money via PayPal for me to do an off the books type cameo thing. But it took me. I'm not joking. And again, it was probably because it was four in the morning. My brain wasn't working. It took me a half hour to figure that out. I'm looking all through the Cameo app, app because I look, I get them very infrequently. So when I get one, they usually send me an email and I never got an email. So then I'm looking on the site. I'm like, wait, did they change things? Cause I do get that note from them where they're changing things. Hey man, tell your, tell your fans that you're now team pink. 
and it's 15% off your cameos. And I'm like, I can't afford to give a dime off my cameos. First of all, I don't do enough of them. Second of all, I need the fucking money. Quit, quit saving money at my expense. I just got a note from them here where they were like, uh, I forget. I don't know if it was Black Friday cameos. <laughs> I don't have any fucking idea. But they're like, we assure you this comes out of cameos and not yours. Nothing you need to do. You're opted in already. And I'm like, great. And But I don't I don't know why you're giving people money off cameos. I guess you got to entice them to try to get Snoop Dogg to send them a message or whatever the fuck. Makes sense. But you don't have to give people enticement to get me. Either they want me or they don't. Believe there's nobody who's like, hmm, who should we get? Well, who's this gentleman? You know what I mean? That never fucking happens. So... Regardless, I'm on Cameo now. So JD reached out and it took me a half hour to figure out he didn't go through Cameo. And then I luckily I was able to cut it and get it to him on time and he enjoyed it and I'm happy. But boy, oh boy, did I it, I felt like such an idiot because I'm going through, I'm searching the app and I'm looking for some back door, some trap, some fucking, wait, is it listed here? Or what's over here? Well, there's my face. Well, what's going on? Jesus Christ. Uh, but I finally got it sorted. Probably be, again, though, probably because it was late at night. I had less oxygen in my brain, but whatever the fuck. Um, all right, man. So if you want to do that, if you want to put me through the struggles, you can hire me for cameo. Uh, and look, you can use bookcameo.com or you can use the app right there on your phone. Or if like JD, you want to just send me money through PayPal and then send me a note that goes, Hey man, send me a fucking video. I'll be happy to do it. Whatever you need me to do as I undercut cameo here and cameo is like, uh, aren't you supposed to be advertising our service? Probably. Um, either way, I, I get me cameo, get me personally, whatever you want to do is fine with me. And I'm sure it's fine with the cameo people because they, oh my God, they love that. They really love when someone goes off the board. <laughs> hey, why don't you hire me to do this thing that these guys wanted me to do? Uh, it's a terrible thing, but I'm out there. I'm ready. You got friends, you got family, whoever you want to have, uh, talk to it. Look, it is Thanksgiving. If you, if it, you want me to tell somebody it smells like Thursday at their house, if you just want me to give somebody, you know, here's something I, I'll offer right now. Uh, with every cameo I get this week, I will give someone Jada De Laurentiis's bacon onion dip as an appetizer. Well, now I won't give them the dip. I'll give them the recipe. I'll actually put, I'll include it in the cameo. Unless, <laughs> unless. <laughs> Unless you specifically say not to, which I would understand as well. Nobody wants a happy birthday message for their daughter and then a bacon onion dip recipe that just kind of came along for the ride. Hey, what's this weird bacon onion dip hitchhiker that just showed up? And yet the offer still stands. If you book me for a cameo and you don't tell me. To, to to hold off on the bacon onion dip. You're getting it. You are. Ab- I will recite it. And perhaps, perhaps I'll do this. Maybe I'll even make it myself and I will sample it on your cameo. I'll eat it just to go, mm, this is a delight. And here's the recipe. Maybe I do that. Oh my goodness. Look at me inventing a new cameo system where some guy eats on camera and then gives you the recipe. Boy, oh boy. What could we call that? Uh, cameo foodio. I don't know. Munchio. Get back at me. You know what? Hire me a cameo so we can discuss it. Uh, cameo is out there, the cameo app, bookcameo.com. All of it is there. Go ahead and hire me to do that. But I am, I'm telling you right now, Thanksgiving is coming up. We will, we can discuss, look, man, here's what I'll talk about. I'll talk about, uh, stuffing. I'll talk about turkey breast. I'll talk about cola ham. I'll talk about squanto. I'll talk about, uh, what the fuck was his name? John Smith, whatever the fuck you need. Sacagawea. I'll discuss all those things. And at the same time, I will always in my back pocket, have Jada De Laurentiis' bacon caramelized onion dip, which sounds amazing. I just read it like two days ago, and it's been stuck in my brain ever since. And I'm like, I need, I should make that for uh, for Thanksgiving to bring over to my brother's house. Um, 
but then he makes 8,000 pounds of food and he's like, why did you bring something? And I'm like, I don't know. Cause I wanted to, I want to feel like I'm contributing something and I like food. I listen, I just went and saw the menu. <laughs> Maybe I'll make something from the menu. That'd be perfect. Um, all right. So hire me for cameo and you'll get a lot of this, a lot of this talking uh, back and forth up and down. Uh, you know, also, if you want to send me some PayPal money, just because you like me, go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's a donate button. Now, this also works if you want to go with that off-the-books cameo deal. Uh, click on the horn boy that says donate, and it'll take you right to PayPal, and you send me a chunk of dough. Now, you can also sign up for a monthly donation, which would be ideal. That would be terrific. Uh, but if you also just want to send me a one-time uh, chunk of change, a one-time lump sum, whatever you want to do. By the way, saying chunk of change and lump sum, those, that sounds like a lot of money you're sending me. Please don't think I'm campaigning for you to send me a lot of money. Although I will say this, if you sent me a lot of money, it would be fucking great. <laughs> I'm not going to turn it down. Um, all right, so please go to PayPal. <laughs> uh, sorry, my mouth's getting dry. Uh Go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there's the donate head, hornboy mask. Click on that. goes right to PayPal. Send me a one-time chunk. Send me a monthly subscription, whatever you want to do. I'm warning you right now, I'm going to sneeze. I don't know when it's coming. I can feel it right now. I, I'm, I'm going to make it happen because it's like going to drive me crazy if I don't do it. Hold on. Wait, it's going away. Oh, it went away. That's no, weird, but it's still lurking. Like, you know, you got to sneeze locked and loaded, but it won't come out of your face. God damn it. Now I got to sneeze in the cabinet, but I can't open the cabinet doors. All right. It seems like it's drifting away now. I had that nose buzz. You know, the nose buzz you get when you feel like you're going to fucking, uh, here, this will sound, this will, uh, this might not make sense. Have you ever turned off the television? Not, not now the, in the old days you would turn off the television. You could hear it turn off. Like it made this high pitched like whine or, or squee. Well, that was the feeling I had in my nose when I was going to sneeze. You get that high pitch, uh, wine it's that but it's not a noise it's a feeling where it's like your your nose that nose buzz it's like and you're like oh no my nose is tingling perhaps that spider sense you know there's a good chance i'm spider-man i've been bitten by things uh <laughs> uh all right so if you want to send me a paypal thing that's mikeschmidtcomedy.com cameo book cameo dot uh, com or the cameo app on your phone but also did you know i have a patreon what what i do Patreon.com slash Mike40YOB. I'm out there ready for you to go ahead and sign up and be a patron of this show. This show, this this podcast, as we call it, this so-called podcast. That's if I was on trial. That's what the opposition lawyer would say. You, Mr. Schmidt, with this so-called podcast. Listen to how booming my voice is. Do you know how far away I was from the microphone right then? I'm not, all right, right now, I'm literally, I'm 18 inches away from the microphone right now. Was that 18? Eh. Nah, probably, yeah, maybe a foot and a half. How do I sound? I sound okay? Mr. Schmidt, that's me projecting from this distance. Good Lord. I'm playing with sound waves. Uh, radio waves. Radio waves. That's uh, our good friend Roger Waters and Radio Waves off the album Radio Chaos uh, with Billy on his computer talking about nuclear war. Uh, who needs information? With Jim Ladd being the voice connecting all of the, uh, the the segments and the songs. Jim Ladd, famous disc jockey, who I delivered barbecue to in his treehouse. Not a joke. I think I talked about that a million years ago. Go by year, whatever the fuck. Uh, all right. So patreon.com slash Mike40YLB. You know what? If you send money, make sure I don't have to deliver more food to somebody's treehouse. So go ahead and do that. Although th- that's coming. Believe me, those dark days are upon us again. 
Uh, I know the dog days are over. That's what Florence has told me along with the machine. But the dark days, they've come back. So that's good news. Uh, all right, man. So that's Patreon. That's Cameo. That's PayPal. That's uh, Mr. Toys Co-op. You know what else this? Oh, get this, man. I got channels. What's this? I got channels. I got music. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy. Go join, become a subscriber, please, because it monetizes the channel. Now I tell you this, there's, there's only old podcasts on there for now, but I, I've, it's, I've planted a flag there. So once I start doing short films and video and, and don't you think I will, uh, I'll have a place to display them right there at youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy. And that's the number four zero, the 40 year old boy channel is ready to be paid attention to by you and your friends. I don't, I don't know if you got to get the word out. I'm not, you don't work for me, are you? Are you my street team? I think I talked about that once before. I need a street team is what I need. First thing, well, let's get this way. I need a team, first of all. And then I'll try to talk them into going out on the street. I, I, I need a team. Like if my team just came over here and hung out and watched movies, I'd like to have a fun team like that. But uh, a street team is a, a, a different animal entirely. That means they're going to go out on the road. They're going to put placards and they're going to plaster up fucking posters. Where You know where it says post no bills? And a beat cop comes by swinging a nightstick with a round hat on. And you're going to have to go and use some sort of liquid plaster and put my posters up there to pro- talk about this podcast. Oh, street team. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do street team. Do-do-do-do-do-do street team. Do-do-do-do-do-do street team. Do-do-do-do-do-do street team. All right. So I need a street team for YouTube.com slash the 40-year-old boy. Look at me. Now, now I'm controlling my voice. My modulation is completely different because now... Now I'm a mere three inches away from the microphone. Not even. Let me think. One, two. Yeah, this is about three inches away from the microphone. Uh, and 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 hear me out. Hear me roar. <laughs> I am Michael. Hear me roar. We ain't loud too loud to ignore. But right. That's me drinking water. Twitch.tv exists. Did you know this? I think it, I think you should. Twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. I'm on there all the time. And uh, one of the reasons earlier I said the Blades of Chaos because I'm streaming God of War Ragnarok right now and it's consumed my brain. It's taken me over. It's taking over. It's taking over my head. Uh, God of War Ragnarok is being streamed right now. Well, not right now. I've got to take a shower. Uh, but at twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy, you'll be able to check it out. Me, every single day, uh, I'm using the Leviathan Axe. I'm using the Blades of Chaos. It's me and Atreus. And uh, we just fought some Juggalos yesterday, and then we saved a giant. Uh, we're doing great things over there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what I would consider great things, but I certainly would consider them things. We're doing things over there. I'll tell you that. Uh, but twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy, you can go over there. You can follow and subscribe. Subscribing gets you, uh, me some dough from Jeff Bezos. If you want to use your Amazon prime, uh, following is also just cool because then I can become an affiliate going toward partner. Uh, all of these things are necessary because again, I am about to sell my blood. So, uh, youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy, twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy tune in to the twitching. I'll be out there playing God of War Ragnarok for probably a month. That's good. I'm not honest. I, I'm, I'm not lying. I have to be honest. I'm, it's not that I'm not honest. Good Lord. That seemed Freudian. Um, but I will be there playing the game every, probably every weekday. And uh, probably around four o'clock. Well, what the fuck? I should post the schedule somewhere instead of just going, probably this, maybe that. But the problem is too, old man Mike this week was supposed to play on Monday. And I got home from the gym and, uh, and I ate a salmon burrito and I felt great. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to take an hour long nap here in the afternoon. And so I had to be streaming at four o'clock 
So at 2.15, I, I said, I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to get up at 3.15 and then get in the shower and roll. And uh, I closed my eyes at 2.15 and then I woke up at 6.45, <laughs> which is basically all of the streaming time. Like I, uh, it's insane because again, the, with the time zone difference, everybody else is they're way ahead of me or behind me, whatever the fuck. So, but I slept, dude, no, don't ever take a four and a half hour nap. I mean, it's, and that's just my own fault because I'm lifting again. I'm trying to fucking get my food and sleeping all in order, whatever the fuck. Uh, my arms are looking good, which is, that's, that's cool. But also I'm just not getting, I mean, I'm getting sleep. I mean, I still sleep seven, eight hours, but I'm going to bed at fucking four in, in the morning, five in the morning. So I'm trying to change all that. But the other day, so the other day I tried to re- reconnoiter it and I slept four hours one day and I was like doing, and I'm like, all right, now I'm fine. I went to the gym and I lifted and I'm working out super hard when I lift and I come home and I'm like, all right, well, maybe I can shut my eyes and then I sleep for four and a half hours. It's not good. It's not good. So don't do that is what I recommend to you guys. And and take care of yourselves, please. I can't lose you. I can't lose any of you. Each individual one of you is very important to me and I have to have you out there because eventually everything's going to collapse over here and I need places to go. <laughs> who's got a basement who's got a couch i prefer a guest room because i'm old then you won't have to see me cry uh all right man there you go uh never not funny doug loves movies todd glass show no fun with jen kirkman and the danielle koenig uh, stay out of danger show all at the misfit toys co-op cameo you can hire me for patreon you can just join paypal you can just send that's perfect uh, Paranoid Strain sponsors us with our great friend Fearful Jesuit and the lovely Dana Unicorn and her dulcet tones. The Flem Cat Podcast, the wonderfully talented David Hernandez has his show out there. Go ahead and check it out. YouTube.com slash the 40-year-old boy is there and waiting for you to jump in and go ahead and become a person who goes ahead and follows and watches certain things. That's a lot of words. And then also twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy is out there. Please check it out. Go ahead and join and visit and check me out and jump into the stream and say hi and tell me you're a first-timer and it'll be great. And I'll say your name on the air and everybody will be thrilled. Yay, Mike saw a Twitch guy. And with that, I should probably throw you over to the actual show. The plugs were good, right? Did we do okay on the plugs? I think we did. Uh, Lily was able to join me this week. Hopefully our technical stuff is is uh, at a minimum. This week, I still have to reach out to my friend Aya, who said that uh, they're willing to help. So I, I have to reach out to them and find out what I need to do. Um, but in the meantime, please enjoy me and Lily on a Zoom that I don't think dropped a whole lot of our voices. But if it did, I apologize uh, right here in the in uh, pre-apologize. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I apologize before you go ahead and check it out. Uh, but please know, I also think it's really goddamn funny, whether you hear my voice or not. That's the important thing. I'd look, the next two, if it was two hours of silence, it would still be fucking hilarious, wouldn't it? Because I'm involved. I'm just sitting there in front of a microphone. That's all you need for the things to enjoy. Just have me staring at an open microphone. The talking part's a goddamn bonus, right? Uh, so now I'll just get, oh, fuck. All right, well, actually, let me, <laughs> hold on. I'm talking to fucking circles and I forgot to do this. You guys can get me at Mike at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. You can be my friend at Facebook.com slash The 40-Year-Old Boy. You can follow me at Twitter.com slash The 40-Year-Old Boy. And you can find me at Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok at Mike40YOB. Now, I haven't exactly pivoted over to those things yet. And also, I don't know if I did this with Lily. You may hear me do this part again uh, later, which I, I apologize for profusely. Because I never know what I've done. And again, it is two days ago. And it's just this whole thing's a goddamn patchwork quilt. This is the AIDS quilt of podcasts. So tell me your friend's name and I'll say it on here as well. You know, we'll, we'll throw that in with the onion dip. <laughs> has anyone out there had anyone that was claimed by the terror of AIDS uh, as well as needs a bacon onion dip for a party, perhaps for a wake? 
Well, go ahead and let me know, and I'm happy to put it on your Cameo at bookcameo.com slash Cameo app in your phone. Uh, all right, Mike at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Write me a note. Tell me what you think. Just let me know that somebody's out there. Are you alive out there? That's what I'll ask. That's what Bruce Springsteen would ask. Is anybody alive out there? That's what I'll say. Because Chris, the, And also Chris Mad Dog Russo has stolen that for his radio show. Uh, all right. Be, Mike at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. That's where you can get me. Uh, be my friend at Facebook.com slash The40YearOldBoy and reach out to me there. Like our good friend Matthew Lichtenwalter, who I believe has sent me like 10 messages that I haven't answered, and he still sends me messages because God love him. He has faith in me, and it makes me happy. Thank you to everybody who sends me a message that I don't answer and then sends me another message. Like our friend Mary Beth Kirk, whose Houston Astros defeated my Philadelphia Phillies. She, she sent me diligent notes about the World Series and stuff, and I finally was able to answer her. Uh, she, just you're... Everyone who corresponds with me is lovely. Anyone who thinks of me is terrific. And I will reach out to you and get to you. I promise. Matthew, I see. Here's the thing, Matthew. I haven't read any of your notes because if I read them, that means, oh, man, I got to answer them. (laughs) I know it sounds stupid, but I see that you're sending me notes and that makes me very happy. And again, people who are including me uh, in their lives, listening to this show, sending me notes, corresponding me, sending me texts. Everybody's terrific. And eventually uh, I'll go ahead and, and repay you for all of your kindnesses, won't I? And maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, Mike, you know what? Three-hour podcasts certainly repay us for your kindnesses. And some of you are out there thinking, wow, this podcast is an hour and 15 minutes longer than The Menu, the current hit film that's in theaters right now that we should probably go and check out because it's terrific. Uh, And I don't blame you either way because I've actually started to reconsider the length of these podcasts myself because I'm like, you know, sometimes I put out a three-hour show. When, in the old days, I put out a three-hour show, and I was like, holy fuck, yes, a three-hour show. Now I put out a three-hour show, and I picture people just going, oh, man, you know, Mike, what the fuck are you doing to us? Why would you think we would ever want to go ahead and delve into a three-hour podcast? Uh, unless it was about Julius Caesar or somebody like that, right? Nobody wants, nobody wants to hear about me fighting with Cameron, the orange-haired movie dude, over my goddamn fruit punch. Uh, instead, you want to hear about Et Tu Brute and the Ides of Goddamn March. See, that's worth a three-hour discussion. Nobody wants to hear about the loss of free popcorn, uh, which, by the way, is my favorite Hardy Boys book. Uh, the Hardy Boys and the Loss of Free Popcorn. All right, fuck this. You guys can get me at Mike at MikeSchmidtComedy.com, Facebook.com slash The 40-Year-Old Boy, Twitter.com slash The 40-Year-Old Boy, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, Mike40YOB. I'm out there for you and your listening pleasure in all of these different places. Communicate with me, please. Send me notes. I will listen to you. And uh, and God damn it, here's going to be some commercials. I was just going to say we're going to go to me and Lily, but we're not because there are going to be some commercials probably for Danielle's podcast. And uh, listen to those and then get ready for me and Lily and uh, we're going to hit the fucking ground running. Cool? All right. Thanks, guys. Recording in progress. <clears throat> Re- recording. I love mm-hmm. her voice. I don't know. Again, I don't understand the default voice for all of these things anymore. I, I, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. They were just like, find this. It, that, you know, that used to be the voice who told you the time when you were a kid. Uh, which, by the way, I, hey there, children. Although there's nobody young enough to know not know this listening to this show. Uh, by the way, this is the show. Hey, what's happened? A Mike Schmidt, forty-year-old boy podcast. Uh, but when you were a kid, you could actually and and I did it often. There was a telephone number you would call to find out what time <laughs> what time it is, which sounds unbelievably ludicrous now that you say it out loud. You know what I mean? It's just it's, it's, <laughs> there again. There's many things, and again, I don't want to get. It's look half this fucking show going forward. Rest of time. Is going to be, can you believe it's like this now? Because I'm a fucking grandfather <laughs> and I don't know why. As much as I try not to be, like, I don't, you know, I, we, I, my friends and I talk and we're like, you know, I don't, 
I don't feel my age, you know, and I, I, you know, my buddy, I'm like, my buddy doesn't look his age. We talk about that. But just the very fact that you're talking about, I don't feel my age or I don't look my age, that that makes you your age. That's absolutely your age, man. Nobody 23 is going, God damn, I don't feel 23. Nobody nobody (laughs) at all. Not one fucking person. But then you wind up talking, you touch tone on something like, uh, like calling to find out the time. Imagine now, imagine now, because again, you have. You have the world in your pocket. You have in, in the in the form of a pop tart. You have an electronic pop tart that actually brings you everything in the world, anything you could possibly want. Press a sequence of buttons, press a special code, and it will give you anything. It, you can see <laughs> you can see fake nudes of your favorite actress, or you can find out the time in Bolivia. Whatever the fuck you want, it's in your pocket at, at the moment's touch. But when I was a kid, you literally had to walk into the kitchen to a landline hanging on the wall, press a sequence of numbers, and uh, and. <laughs> And fucking a, a recording it wasn't even a person. A recording would just go. Why are you making a big? What happened to you? What, what, what's with your eyes? You, get, you made big eyes. Did you just hear that noise? My computer just started making noise. I didn't hear anything. Like okay, okay, then it was just in my head. Oh shit! That's probably bad. You know what? That that also makes you every second of your age. If you're starting to hear ghost noises in your fucking head, what a fucking tragedy this has become. And now you're doing weird, weird look arounds. What's happening? Are you okay? Do you need a CPR? What's happening? <laughs> voices i think i just called it in my head i may have just called it a cpr i think i may have just as if it were an individual like you You know what i need a cpr would you like me to perform cpr no i think you can go get me a cpr (laughs) from the store please it's on the light it's in the life-saving aisle on the right there in the top shelf uh get me a cpr uh i want one of those dummies i want one of those cpr dummies to have in my house just to pretend like i have a friend because I have done nothing and gone nowhere. Uh, that's what I do now. I just lock them down. I batten down the hatch, especially now there's a chill in the air. There's a chill in the air. I get to pull up my hoodies. I'm so, dude, you have no idea. I, you know, I see because pumpkin spice is upon us. We all know that. Right? Mm-hmm. And Christmas is also upon us. And I see people who are, uh, these people exist boy these people who think that pumpkin spice is a fucking personality need to get their fucking ass kicked. And, uh, <laughs> Fine. But you know who else needs to get their ass kicked? The people who are angry at pumpkin spice. I don't understand them. I don't know their I don't know why they have this. You don't here's the thing. There are not armed battalions of guards going door to door and shoving pumpkin spice into your mouth. It's not happening. As much as we, you know what? Fingers fucking crossed it's on the ballot eventually. But right now nobody is forcing you to imbibe or indulge in the pumpkin spice. But everybody, they, they, that's even more of a personality than the person who likes pumpkin spice. I, I genuinely like, I, um, I don't recall. Are you a holiday person? Do you like Thanksgiving and Christmas? I, I like spending time with people. And if those celebrations are a reason, then sure, they're great. Yeah. And but, I've, look, I've covered it on this fucking show. It smells like Thursday and Thanksgiving and all that stuff. Yeah. How much they, they mean to me, how much I do enjoy them. And uh, and the second, like right when Halloween ends and we tick into November, and I will tell you this, fucking like uh, my serious satellite radio, not fucking around. Like I, I was in the car on Halloween, and uh, after I gave out the stuff to the kid, I should have talked about this one last time we talked. And uh, I I turn on the radio and they're like, the season is upon us, and a crashing like fucking Trans Siberian Orchestra cymbal hits, and then you hear Mariah and everybody, and they're like, seven seasonal channels you can listen to now, including. Uh, standards and modern and country and pop and children. Yeah, I'm serious. They, not, I'm not joking. I think it's seven. It could be a little less. Well, Might be I, I laugh because what was thrown off to bring those in? Uh, 
Oh, there's no doubt. They they chucked like the probably the Billy Joel channel and the Yacht Rock <laughs> channel. They said, see you uh, later. Oh, they'll Take never a walk. get rid of Yacht Rock. <laughs> Take a walk, Pablo Cruz. Not interested in you for the next two months oh because God. Mariah is back in town. Uh, no, the Yacht Rock. <laughs> they also had, you know what? They also had that road trip channel. Have you ever heard about that on Sirius XM? Here, here's a the little... thing. I don't, I don't know anything about it anymore. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. You were, <laughs> you, you're no longer, you don't have your finger on the pulse of the broadcasting industry. I, I have my, I don't have my finger on the pulse of anything. <laughs> Bare, you don't even have a pulse. Let's Barely. get true. <laughs> Barely is it going right now. Uh, well, Sirius XM, they, they, uh, they incorporate, you know, all different channels all the rest of the year. And if anyone, uh, you know, meets an untimely demise, like if Bob Dylan steps into a bear trap, they're going to have a Bob Dylan channel <laughs> up instantly. You know what I mean? Where they're going to be like, oh, let's hear Highway 61 revisited as Bob nurses his tibia back to health. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, but they they have a channel that's a road trip channel, which is essentially, it's just Jack FM. Okay, okay like they, yeah. you, know, you, know the, you know, the Jack FM trend was like, we don't have a format. Ha ha ha, lies. Um, but you know, they still play the same fucking stuff in the same certain sequence. Uh, and that's what this road trip channel is, but they bill it as, um, you know what, man, throw your friends in the car and just fucking put it on this party radio and hit the road <laughs> and listen to this, you know, it's, it's anything. It could be hip hop. It could be rock. It could be whatever. And, uh, and I don't know if it's carefully curated or they just went, you know what, just, just hit an automatic button that plays a million things in a row. I don't, I don't know how it works. It's shuffle. It's literally putting shuffle on your, on your ridiculous iPod. Um, but I, but I, I guess people listen to it because now they had, they just put up a, uh, what was happening? Are you swatting away wasps? What is happening? I, I am moving my location. You cut completely off. Last word was location. I'm moving my location. Just, I'm listening. I just okay. have to move my computer. Oh my God! I but but I'm talking to you. All right, go, do your thing. But I'm going to go ahead and say this, folks. Imagine if you were having a conversation with somebody, uh, and because it's genuinely a conversation now that she has a microphone. It used to be where she was producing, and she would just kind of sit there and laugh, and we'd have a good time. But now she actually has a microphone, so there's a little exchange, a little back and forth, and I do go off on some verbal runs occasionally, and I'll go ahead and fill the space uh but now again with the microphone sometimes like you know it's nice to hear her laugh or we should talk and we exchange ideas uh, imagine if you were in a store you were just having a conversation with somebody and you're exchanging you know ideas or thoughts or any, anything you're just having pleasantries that you're talking about and all of a sudden that person turned around and walked away just left you standing there with nothing your dick in your hand and you'd be like i all right that seemed weird there were incomplete thoughts that were still needed to be voiced but that person just beat a hasty retreat that's what i'm dealing with here because I looked and all of a sudden she started waving her arms and picking her microphone up. And I thought she was picking up cords and doing this and plugging that in. And I, it, it genuinely looked like she was swatting at a, a swarm of wasps who would come into the room and surrounded her head. Uh, or she like she had just fallen in a Hanna-Barbera cartoon and there were asterisks and at symbols floating around her head. And she was trying to figure out what she could do to recover her, her consciousness in some way. Uh, but then she actually physically got up and walked away. And, and I don't know where she went or what she did. So there you go. I, I eventually, I think that, by the way, that is Lily bunched up. I don't know if I've ever given her a proper introduction yet. That's our great friend, Lily bunched up. And, uh, and I don't know where she's gone. She went ahead and disappeared into, I'm worried because her house, her house is filled with Santa shenanigans and everything else. She might've been swallowed up in a bow of holly. I don't know because uh, she may have been decking the halls. Has she decked the halls early? Perhaps she has. And a bow okay. of holly may, oh, she's back. Oh my Lord. A bow of holly may have crashed down onto her skull which is a very Christmassy death, but not one we wish on her, uh, uh, to be honest. I don't want to see her go yet. But which, she, wait, wait, that implies that I want to see her go at some point. Look, some I'm going to be honest. We all do. 
Well, no, at some point you'll have to go, but I don't want to say that I don't want to go yet. So I do want you to go at a certain point and I want to be around for it. I got to tell you, that is a double negative. <laughs> I don't look, I don't want you to slip away. I don't want you to wait. I don't want to lose you. But at the same time, I don't want to be in the room when it happens. No offense. I'm not Alexander Hamilton of your death. Uh, but I, I was, look, I, I was already in the room, uh, in a room where somebody died this year. I don't think I need to pull it off again. I've got the, I'm covered for 2022 and fucking beyond, quite frankly. Uh, are you settled? What happened to you? Uh, one second, and I'll explain. Oh all will be explained in one second. All right. So uh, as she goes ahead and, and figures that out, you think to yourself, you know what? In many other entertainment mediums, very rarely did someone just get a whip and walk away in the middle of it. Like if you were, oh, I don't know, say you were watching the television show Friends, and they were all in Central Park, and they're having a discussion, and uh, Phoebe just went, you know what? Fuck this. I'm leaving. And she got up and split, and the other actors were not on board with it. Like, where did uh, Phoebe go? What the fuck is happening? And uh, and then later on, Phoebe showed up, and she's like, okay, I'm all settled. And they're like, this scene is over with, and they moved on. That's what I'm dealing with here, folks. That you're dealing with in your earbuds, as you hear me reel off paragraphs of nonsense to try to go ahead and fill the void because our great friend Lily is going and getting settled. And it looks to me, are you back? I am. Would you like to know what I did? I do. I picked up my computer and I walked uh, 14 feet closer to the router and plugged myself in so I'm wired rather than wireless so that I don't have any drops in the record. But okay. I didn't want to go, hey, Mike, let's stop everything because you were being very funny. So I figured mm. I can, like, set this here and just roll over slowly. But, no, it distracted you so much. I'm sorry. What doesn't oh. distract me? I, how many times have we been recording and a, and a bug walks, you know, like literally <laughs> flies past my face? And I talk about gnats for six minutes and everybody's like, this show is not quality. I'm not a fan. Well, and, and that's the thing. You want quality. So I went, I'm just going to do this real quick. It'll take literally four minutes for me to pick my computer up, move it, grab the cord and plug it in. He'll be like, what is she doing? And then when I stop, he'll be like, okay, cool. But no, I, I distracted you like a fucking... I'm sorry. Because I'm talking and if and I go, hey, have you ever seen this? Have you ever done that? And you're shuttling down the hallway like you're in some sort of contest i, I, I can you know, you're still talk my mic is your home like a wraith my uh, you know uh, it is my you're on you're plugged in you're there you've got your your i love dick hat on you're excited and ready and and uh and, Why and does uh, everyone have a problem with my hat let me let me say this to you i don't have a problem with your hat it's lovely i think you look really cute in your hat uh but not often you see a hat that says I love Dick and you got to comment on it when you do. It's just it's TV just the thing. Show. It was a show on Netflix. But was I saying a mad a bad thing about it? I said you're wearing your I love Dick hat. That's it. That's a stand. Yeah. It's, there's something in your voice. Mm, incorrect. Uh, now, if I'm wearing that hat, now we got a show. <laughs> now we got a conversation. Uh, it's a TV show I like. Boo. Nobody cares. Um, oh, I have a new TV. But I have a new TV show I like now that we're talking about that. Bring that up. Uh -huh. uh, I'm woefully behind on TV shows. Here's shows I've never seen. Here's the shows I've never seen. I've never seen Game of Thrones. I've never seen Better Call Saul, uh, which is crazy because I think Breaking Ooh. Bad is my it, Breaking Bad and The Sopranos are the two best shows I've ever seen. And to not watch uh, Better Call Saul seems ridiculous, but I will eventually. And I know it comes up a lot as I yawn in your face right now. I have to uh, grab my soda. Don't be distracted. What the fuck is happening? By the way, Better Call Saul is so much better than uh 
Breaking Bad. We even started late. We we literally were supposed to start. We're like, hey, let's go at one o'clock. And she's like, I'll be ready and set and locked and loaded. I said, great. And then I pushed it to one fifteen because I had to scramble into the shower and take care of some other business. And uh, she's like, okay, fifteen time. And what happens? I come here at one fifteen, and she's she's loaded part of the house. She's far away from her router. Now she's got to get some soda. I don't know. Like, wouldn't you wouldn't you have this stuff all set up when you were ready to go? I, it was all so. on my main desk. And so I had to move it. But I, I'm going to tell you, there's been some drops in the quality right now. And you're going to be mad later. And I don't know why, because I'm hooked in now good and it should be good. Um, but I was ready because I forgot that I had to be plugged in over here because I don't have a cord long enough. For where my thing is and so you you do you do realize you're the authority figure here right you're the, I, you're supposed no. to be the stability you're supposed to be the baseline i'm the wild card you don't get to go off and like flit into the hallway and grab a coke zero or whatever the fuck you're doing you're supposed <laughs> to sit there and go you're you know who you are you're the you're the teacher uh you're sister mary elephant <sighs> you have to go class 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 ah. I'm, tired. I'm, I'm the class i'm throwing spitballs and yelling i retire uh, you dragged no. me back into this I was out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I dragged you 14 feet down the hallway to the router. <laughs> you That's did. exactly it. You well, were, here's you were the, right it's on my list. It's on my list to get a longer plug so that I have a solid line. Because here's the thing. The studio is on this side of the room for the green screen and everything. I have a blue mm. screen rather than a green screen. But my desk desk is on the other side of the room where all of my, you don't care, but it's it's where I do the the bulk of my work and my hard drives are there and my external pad and all of that is over there so i just have to move and i got to get a longer cord that's what it comes down to <laughs> sorry well you know you live with santa you do i'm gonna ask him for this thing. you could probably literally you could roll over and say i need a long cord santa uh, and also tell him to step on it he doesn't have to wait till the 25th this man can, like not unlike sirius xm he could break holiday protocol and he could just get you all of your stuff super fucking early why not oh uh what's the what's the song you're there's always the challenge everyone does it every year for christmas they're like you're is it wham i think it's the wham song mm -hmm. uh is it last christmas yes Okay, that's and that's the one everybody's like, oh, when uh, when you hear that one. No, no, I'm sorry, it's wake me up before you go go. <laughs> Is it really? Okay, it's careless whisper. Uh, by, by, by the way, my guilty feet still have no rhythm. It's been it's been thirty forty years, I can't figure out why. Uh, it's, it's a long time for your feet to remain guilty. I have to be honest with you. I who did my feet murder to be guilty for forty years? That seems like a long sentence. Um, yeah, it's last Christmas, right? Because it's not Mariah. Because it, I, I mean, if it's Mariah, you're dead. Because the second it becomes midnight on on November first, it just it just kicks in, and everybody's like, oh Jesus, and uh, and I don't, but I don't mind it. I I see these people who get upset or mad or, or like, and again, I know it's a bit half the fucking time because you know why? Everything in the fucking world is a bit now, so. You're, yeah, that's what you're doing. Nobody's truly mad about it, I don't suppose, but they, they certainly, they will not stop talking about it. And, <laughs> and I, I don't understand the anger or the rage or whatever the fuck about. Now, look, is there is has pumpkin spice been abused in the mainstream? I think it has certainly because now there's like pumpkin spice soup and pumpkin spice Cheerios and pumpkin spice every other goddamn thing. Uh, pumpkin spice toothpaste, you know, pumpkin spice fucking hair gel. I, it, it, it's not necessary. It doesn't need to be that way. Uh, but at the same time, who gives a shit? Make it. Let everybody yep. buy it. And you know what? Make pumpkin. You know, if you make that's here's the thing. Everybody's like, they got to get rid of pumpkin spice. It's fucking so annoying. No, I go the other route. They need to make pumpkin spice year round. 
You know why? Because then nobody will fucking bitch about it. But then it just becomes do. vanilla. Huh? They do. But not with pumpkin like the signs spice, and the shit. Pumpkin spice is available at any time to brighten up your April if you want to. <laughs> yeah, but not in not in like lattes and things like what that. What people are angry at is commercialism. Don't you think? It is oh, the... Oh, God. Grow up, though. <laughs> I grow the fuck up. At Billboard, guess what? They're never going anywhere. You're going to die, and there's going to be roaches climbing on billboards. That's it. I don't like commercials. So fucking what? Yeah, commercials are dumb. They're awful. Nobody likes them. But at the same time, get a DVR if you don't like fucking commercials, and zoom, zoom, zoom right through those motherfucking things. I don't like the intrusion. I don't. Commercialism is taking over. I, what? Oh, it's taking over now? Is it now? Tell the Flintstones who sold me cigarettes in 1961 that commercialism <laughs> is taking over now, you fucking humps. Jesus Christ. People just I, annoyed by the dumbest shit. And, and, and all, yeah, only because... Oh, don't. I'm not going to do this with you. I'm not. I, you know, we, the capital, guess what? It's the only game in fucking town. You know what? Doesn't have like to it, be. Oh, but it is. And it ain't Doesn't. going anywhere. I don't give a fuck. There's, 14 teenagers with placards aren't going to overthrow capitalism tomorrow. It's not going to happen. Give them 25 years. Good luck. I, I hope think, so. I think Gen Z will. Oh, sure they will. Gen Z. You know why they'll, you know why they'll do it? Because they have a title and capes. Gen fucking Z. Grow the fuck up. You know, we're Gen Z. Don't we're here you... to change capitalism. Go fucking bug off a cliff. Don't Not you interested. Rec- don't you recognize yourself as Gen X? I know I'm told I'm supposed to be Gen X. And because, you know, you know why? Because I'm Gen X, I don't give a fuck about Gen X. Know, That's why. Know. We were the ones who didn't fucking care. <laughs> We came between the the guys who fought the Nazis and then everybody else. And I don't. And again, I don't. I don't fucking. I'm not. Ah, millennials. Ah, Gen Z. I, I, who gives a shit? I here's what I hope. I hope young people take over the fucking country because I shouldn't be allowed to too. decide anything. I'm 55 years old. I'm going to be dead in. And, and here's a hopeful wish cast. 20 years. So I hope. I hope I've got 20 fucking years left. But it's like I. I here's my favorite thing, and I, I don't want to get into this shit. I don't. Because I see it fucking everywhere, and I don't want to fucking peel the onion on this. I don't give a fuck. But seriously, th- there was an election here last week, whatever the fuck. And, uh, and right, I, I'm going to talk about this. You're going to get into it. Because it's so, because it didn't go the way some people thought it was going to go. All right. There was a lot of predictions about it. It was going to go a certain way, and then it fucking didn't. And just like every other fucking time something doesn't go their fucking way, they now want to change shit. But at the same time, look. When the Supreme Court got stacked with assholes, Democrats were like, expand the court, and it shouldn't be a lifetime fucking uh, nomination. And everybody was like, boy, you can't change that fucking bullshit. That's just the fucking law of the land, man. And now, then when they lose an election, they're the voting age of 21. These kids can't decide. And it's like, fuck you, it's the same thing. It's the same thing, you stupid fucks. It's the law of the land. It's the same, it's the same excuse and argument. We lost, so change the thing that beat us. We lost, so change the thing that beat us. Fuck you, man. It's, not, it's never going to happen. This fucking horseshit. Make D.C. a state. Make Puerto Rico a state. Okay, do, do it. You know, they need, to, they need to elect a fucking president who's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'll sign anything you give me. Put it up here. Zing, 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 zing. Try four years of letting everybody do whatever the fuck they want. Let's see how that fucking makes it work. Make this whole country hate Ashbury from 1967 for four years, and let's see what the fuck happens. It'll be gorgeous. Everything will be completely fucking changed on the other side of it. It drives I, me crazy. I think there's a, a, a happy medium in there. No. <laughs> My God. Capitali- no happy mediums. Capitalism is your pumpkin spice. 
I because I no, it's your pumpkin spice because you're the one who's angry and raging about it. I, I'm not here. angry or raging. I feel it's here to stay and it's not fucking going anywhere and whatever the fuck. And people will fight about it and they'll all everybody will get there. You know what they all are? And this is an <laughs> entire fucking nation of fucking of Tim Robbins from Shawshank and capitalism is the wall in the jail cell and they're pulling out a little powder at a time to try to make a fucking hole in it so they can escape and crawl through a river of fucking capitalist shit and get cleansed in the rain and go to Zewatanejo and meet Morgan Freeman for their gay love affair to finally kick into gear but now but that's what? it but it's going to take 8000 fucking years Quit acting. Quit. I, these people are like, ah, oh, ha, ha. We're going to flip the switch now. We're going to change this. And then the other side is like, we got it. When I heard them say they wanted to raise the voting age to 21, I was like, you, because they're like these 18 year olds, you know, they're, they're out of control. They don't know what they're doing. They, they don't understand the consequences of what they're voting for. Oh, 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 really? But you can put them on a fucking trawler and send them over to get shot in fucking Afghanistan or whatever the fuck. 18 years old is old enough to take a bullet, but not enough to cast a ballot. Get the fuck out of here with your nonsense. Tired of it. It's so, because it's so, and also look, it doesn't have a chance in hell of happening. It's like, just like expanding the court and packing the court, all that shit, or making it nine people or fucking 40 people, or you know what, just, you know what, let's hear what we do. Make DC a state and every citizen's on the Supreme fucking court. We'll just do them both in one, one fell fucking swoop. DC's a state and everybody who fucking lives there who's in a DC zip code is on the Supreme court. And they all have to mail in ballot every fucking case. They'll decide one case a fucking year. <laughs> Jesus, fucking unbelievable stupidity. It drives me out of my fucking mind. I don't get it. And then, like, it's, but again, this this whole Gen Z saved the country. They came out of nowhere. <laughs> hey, man, you don't have to say Gen Z. Say young people who care about this fucking planet and the way they want to live. Let That's who they are. Quit with these fucking labels and this shit so you can fucking eat, so you can marginalize them later when they do something you fucking don't like. But I'm not going to talk about this. <laughs> uh, I don't know, oh, that's, that's a lot to unpack. I just, I, I, it's... I, you know I, all I can tell you is I can tell that you are Gen X because you are born of trauma. And as much as you try to be like, go enjoy your pumpkin spice, it's like, mm. hey, did you know that Gen oh, fuck this? I, I, <laughs> because, because I'm, I'm just enough old man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm also like, hey, man, live your life. What the fuck? Who cares? I guess that's, that's like, there's some sliver of libertarian in me who's just like, I don't know, oh, fuck God, do whatever don't you say want. That. I'm, I'm just saying that. in the, in the, in not in, in the classic <laughs> sense, not in the warped sense where everybody goes, Hey man, I'm a libertarian. You know, I, I believe. And you're like, cool. That's great. And they're like, so it's okay to sleep with eight year olds. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. What the fuck? I'm not hey, laughing man. at sleeping with eight year olds, by the way. <laughs> no, but, 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 but that's what I'm saying. That's yes, the leap they'll make is, where they'll be like, Hey man, I'm is. a libertarian. I really believe that a lot of these, you know, these policies and you're like, Hey, it totally makes sense. I, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. And that's why I believe we should be able to shoot cats. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> hey, it's just, you know, it's, it's, uh, I'm in my yard and that's my yard. Wait, if you're a libertarian, you don't believe in fucking property rights and nobody has a fucking yard. The earth is the fucking earth. And as a matter of fact, <laughs> anybody can shoot you cause you're in their fucking yard. If you're, you know what? If you're a libertarian, you believe in fucking nothing, which means the whole world is everybody's yard and you can take two in the fucking neck because you're standing in my fucking yard three states away, you fuck. Ridiculousness. And I'm going to get some email where someone's going to be like, you don't understand libertarianism. You're right. I don't fucking want to. <laughs> I don't want to understand any of this shit. I, I want to fucking jerk off and watch awesome fucking movies and go out and have fun and eat. That's all I want to do. 
I want to meet somebody who I can stare in their eyes when I take my last fucking breath. That'd be nice, but no, fuck no. Instead, this, this world, <laughs> this nonsense. And I know, I know I've become some crank. Like, again, 60 years ago, I'd have to be, I'm so lucky for podcasting because 60 years ago, I'd be on a fucking street corner on an Apple box. I fucking get it. <laughs> fuck me. I just, it's just, it's building in, in a way where, like, I, and again, I, cause I, I have adopted a, a persona of, of slack, I guess is what I would call it, where I'm just like, hey, man, it's not for me. Or, you know, I don't think that way you do whatever, you know, like, cause I don't, I don't want to argue. Like I've said many times, I don't fight with ghosts. I refuse to fight with ghosts, but, but I also, when, when something, it just seems to me that this entire society is now so much more accepting of mid, like, like greatness used to be great. You used to, you used to recognize greatness, amazing things. And now everyone settles for mid and, and they'll, but they'll all, you're, oh my God, it's so good. Oh my God, that's so great. It's it's crazy to me. Define greatness. A work of art that stands head and shoulders above the rest that you can clearly see. It's like it's like pornography. I know it when I see it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> um and and look, everyone has a different idea of great. I understand this. And and I understand also when I say settling for mid, I say mid in my eyes. I yes. I get it. Cuz look, uh all right, uh, I saw the new Black Panther movie. Wakanda forever. And, uh, I and, haven't seen it yet. people are raving. People love it. They love every second of it. I have, I know only two people so far, truly two people on the planet that I've seen who did not enjoy it. And I'll raise my hand. <laughs> and the other one is a good friend of mine. And he, he saw it before me and he texted me and he's like, Hey man, have you seen it yet? And I said, I'm seeing it tonight at 11. He goes, okay. He goes, let me know what you, th- uh, we'll talk tomorrow. But he, he couldn't contain himself. So I went to see it at 11 and I got home and uh, and I felt the way I felt and I had nobody to talk to. And I, I, I didn't want to go. It's like like um, like I saw the movie Nope. OK, this summer. Uh, it, it it wasn't for me there. I can talk about it for two hours, though, because I respect what he tried, what he did. I shouldn't even say what he tried to do, what he fucking did. And. It's a combination of Close Encounters and Jaws. It's it's his homage to those types of films. The cinematography is ridiculous. Uh, it, it is it is it what he did. He did extremely well. It's it's not for me, and it wasn't. I feel it was sold as something that it's not. Okay. okay? I think I, I would have preferred a much different marketing campaign because they sold it as a whiz bang alien adventure and a, a alien invasion type of stuff going on, and it is infinitely more subtle than that so i'm not even saying it's bad but i will say when the movie ended in the theater like one guy clapped in a full house when i saw nope and other people stood up and they were like and i'm not joking a guy looks at his friends and he goes what the fuck was that like <laughs> beca- and, and because they it was sold to us as a different thing yes all right uh capitalism and, oh <laughs> get your spoon go ahead get your spoon Move your poster of Rita Hayworth, take another spoonful of dirt off, bring it out to the yard. I'll see you in 35 years when you bang a rock through a fucking pipe. Good fucking luck. Uh, <laughs> and it just, it just me as it, it wasn't, I, I feel that he was trying to do a certain thing that I didn't feel he accomplished, but I got it. I thought some of the metaphors were on the nose. There's a, a guy on a motorcycle. You never see his face and he's the, 
the invading media. Spoiler. It was a, it was a, it was a br- I will say this. It was a brilliant commentary on the fact that everything in the world is now content. And eventually that Capitalism. will destroy us. And eventually that will destroy us. There's no, look, yes, I understand <laughs> it. Yes, fine. Again, another spoonful of dirt out to the yard. You you understand I don't. I do. I, I don't give a fuck about capitalism. I, I also, I've said this on the show many times. It's weird to see a system or a way of life be destroyed in real time. To see it so spiral so out of control and ruin so many lives. And I wonder if it's because, you know, again, we've I, I don't want to do this, but social media puts the onus and the spotlight on these people that are so destructive and evil and all these ass fucks who, who wanted to be funny and aren't, or these ass fucks who wanted to get laid and couldn't, uh, you know, like Peter Thiel or all these motherfuckers or Peter Thiel, whatever the fuck you say, they, and they've got all this money and they hire these goblins to go and run in different states and different places and try to take over from the inside out because they realize, you know what, we need judges and lawyers and ass fucks to run and, and take, to take it over to what, to what, to destroy shit. Peter Thiel has so much fucking money. It's, 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 it, it's, there's always this parable where they're like, and I'm going to paraphrase it. I don't fucking know it. I'm going to fuck it up, but don't write me. I don't give a flying fuck. There's always a thing like, Hey man, you know, to get a billion dollars, you would need to have collected a dollar a day since the beginning of time and then buy Apple stock at a dollar. You know what I mean? It's always, it's never cause it's this, it's ridiculous. It's un, you can't even understand it. A billion dollars you can't understand. And then you see this ass fuck who blows 44 billion. And then he's also still got 400 billion. Bezos has got like 150 billion. And yes, it's sick. It's ridiculous. I walk past people that are sleeping in grass. I walk people that are sleeping in tents. Yes, I know. And it, it, it can, it burrows into your head like a fucking worm. I know this, but also at the same fucking time, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm tired of, I'm tired, I guess is bottom line. I don't. Because again, like you see, you keep saying capitalism. Fine. I, I've again, 20 years. I'm not going to spend my 20 fighting the good against capitalism. I'm not fucking souls and eats or whatever the fuck. I don't, I just, I, I'm going to have a sandwich. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a fucking sandwich. I, you know what I found yesterday? A delightful list of 16 great soups in Los Angeles. I look forward to eating it. I've, and I've had two of them. I can't wait to maybe try to have 14. I like soup. I like sandwiches. And if I have to exchange fucking currency for goods, whatever the fuck I got to do still, because eventually when you guys win and you get your spoons out and all the dirt's out in the yard, and then I get to trade pelts again for soup, then that'll be fucking great. But holy fuck enough. Because people will do that. Again, they'll steer it in any fucking way. Someone, someone will say stuff like, oh my God, I bought this awesome pair of jeans. Oh, really? Do you know there's a starving person outside your building who could use that money? Yeah, but I need fucking pants. Get off my dick. I help who I help when I can help. But sometimes you need a pair of fucking pants. No one is saying you can't buy can't buy pants. They're just saying that the system is set up to make most people fail and a few people succeed. And so I, when I yes. asked you what you mean greatness is, you know, there's nothing great about exploiting people to make a billion dollars. Lily, I love you. I do. But man, this Karl Marx nonsense has got to fucking get it's tempered. Not, I, I don't get it. I am a fan of capitalism. I am not a fan of unregulated capitalism that preys on other people because there's a difference. You should succeed and be rewarded for what you do. You should not succeed and be rewarded for exploiting and killing both the planet and the humans on it. Yes, but 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 not everything can be. There's no Venn diagram that loops it in. Oh, there's but no, there is. There's not where you can pull it all. Not, oh, not everything in the is. world goes back to capitalism. Not everything in the fucking world can be dragged over there. 
I, 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 I give me a topic and I will prove you wrong. <laughs> that, and that's exhausting. <laughs> that's but, fucking but see, exhausting. Here's, here's the thing. That is the reality. And and again, you're allowed to go enjoy your soup and your pants, but you can also recognize the system is set up to purposely hurt people. Yeah, I, I yes, that's what I'm saying when I say it's weird to watch a system that I've believed in my entire life be exposed for what it is and realize that there's no one behind the curtain except some little fucking old man and five other old men who've got all the money. And but let's it, drag but, them out. But now, and, but now no, but now I'm literally a stone's <laughs> throw away from, you know what? The Rothschilds. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't, it's the, it's I'm not truth. going down that fucking tunnel. I'm not being that fucking person. So we're, we're, again, you can say, well, this person, this person, this group of people and this cabal and these ghouls. And then all of a sudden, hold on a second. Did you know that there's seven people who run the earth? Shut the fuck up. I, I've never said any of those Not things. You. What I've That's said a is blanket statement. But, but the reality is, if we don't recognize that the rules have to be fair, nothing will ever change. But, but and nobody... Gen Z has been brought up being shot at in schools and basically said to the people who and, voted and to frankly, not. <laughs> Not enough of those bullets are landing oh. from what I've seen. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I don't dislike young people. I don't dislike Gen the, Z's, the point, if you're calling the them The point being, you know, the people that were anti-Vietnam changed the way some things are done about war. The, and then the kids and then a who generation grew up... Of, and I'm sorry, I'm going to jump in. And then a generation of old men decided to crush them and their ideals for the next 60 years. Well, the good thing is the old unvaccinated people are dying off. And um, that's going to be the thing that that helps along with this new generation's view of um, this is not the world we want because I shouldn't have to send my kids to school to be protected from guns. And so Gen Z, to me, is is the generation that grew up with technology and isn't going, how does that work? And why does that going to change things? They're like, I mean, in the last 10 years, the rapid changes of how the world coexists is amazing. You know, Gen Z to me is the generation that won't shut the fuck up and let me watch the game. <laughs> you, again, no I'm one's kidding. stopping it's you. It's a joke. I'm saying it as a fucking joke. I don't care about, I don't care for them. Good for them. Save the world. Please, because I want you to have a world to go to. I have a, I have a fucking godson. I have a, a essentially what but I consider a goddaughter. They want you to sit home and watch your game. They want you to enjoy your your pumpkin spice. But I'm an ally. <laughs> don't they want me out there yelling, screaming on the front lines too? They just don't want you to actively support... oppress. That's it. That's all any oppress. of this is. I don't oppose. I, again, I, I saw when they started talking this bullshit, but they're like, raise the voting age, raise the voting age, raise the voting age to 21, raise the voting age to 21. Well, you know what? I All right. That's cool. I hear you. I That's fine. If you want to do that, I'm 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 saying that's fine. I will go along with that. Cap the voting age at 65. Well, you can't because we have a, an amendment Fuck that them. says you can't do it. I'm, but I'm saying if you want to do one, do the other. Make them do them both in tandem. If you because it, it, it doesn't. It, but right. Doesn't it sound stupid? Yes, it's it's just as stupid to say one as it is to say the other. So if yes. you're going to say, oh yeah, cap the make the voting age from 18 to 21, well then fine, then no old fucks vote. How about but that? Again, no more old fucks voting. They're only doing that for self service reasons, and that's um, part of the let problem. Me, and yeah. Let me jump in. Everybody in the fucking world is doing things for self service reasons. You know, some of us aren't. You should. Why? Because then you'd have some self service. <laughs> <laughs> Then you wouldn't then you wouldn't have to worry about some fucking thug coming in and stealing shit and ruining stuff and trotting upon your back. Fuck these people. Fuck everything. God damn it. Everything I up. agree with.
I blow it up. I need a code. I need a code. <laughs> I need, we need, you know what? Gen Z's all smart. I've seen movies. They hack shit. Hack into the fucking nuclear codes and blow everything to fucking pieces. Give this fucking country and this world back to the giraffes. Let them fucking run. <laughs> God damn it. I'm, I'm just, it's just fucking, it's, it's so exhausting. It's funny. It is like exhausting. I, I, I laugh, I, I laugh at watching, you know, as, as the lights come on and the roaches scurry over it at Twitter, because who knows what the fuck oh. this idiot's going to do with it, <laughs> as he tries to drive this flaming bus into a fucking wall and destroy it. But I see people who constantly bitch about the site, this hell site, this hellscape, this terrible thing, and then go, you can find me at LinkedIn if this thing goes down and also at Instagram and you can find me at Mastodon and you can find me. I'm like, you really want another one? You want a fucking another one? Oh fucking! I got news for you. If again, if if it goes away, if it implodes and it fucking goes away, I have my Instagram page. I have my my Snapchat page, which I never use. I have TikTok. I've planted flags in those places, but not used them. Okay, but if if the because Twitter's the one that I've used the most. Twitter and Facebook are absolutely because that's my age. That's how old I am. <laughs> I I got to I made it to Twitter, and I I went to Snapchat begrudgingly. I have not made the leap to TikTok. Except there's amazing fucking things there. I've seen them. I just don't know if I'm up to being able to do bullshit on there, which is fine. But what I'm saying is I can't – Twitter was the one that was the – it was news. It was fucking everything. And I can't pivot. I won't pivot. And if you and also, you can't you can't tell me that you're going to sit here and bitch and but oh, my God, this thing and fucking social media, it's a, it's a crime. It's crippling stuff. Find me at Mastodon at x.e. What the fuck are you doing? I got news for you. When, when Twitter goes away, I, I, I will have a robe. An, or a, you know, oh, I'm sorry, a waistcoat, a night waistcoat, and I'll build a fire and I'll read a book. I, you know what I'm going to do? You know where I'm pivoting from Twitter? I'm pivoting to pipe smoking. That's where I'm fucking going. And I mean like to ba- not weed. I'm going, I'm old school fucking Winston Churchill, cigar fucking pipe in the mouth, feet up, fucking fireside chat. That's what I'm doing. I'm going fireside fucking chat. When Twitter goes away, I'm not following you to LinkedIn. That's the thing. People are like, oh, yeah, LinkedIn is a social site. People use it for, no, they, what? What the fuck? I thought that's where you went to get jobs as lifeguards. Now it's your fucking social site? It's evolved. No, no, it's devolved into fucking garbage. Because it used to be a site where you could get a job, and now it's another site where somebody gives me their fucking cranberry recipe. I don't (laughs) give a fuck. Go find a job. LinkedIn was to get a job, man. LinkedIn was where you were supposed to go and try to get a job as a tech bro or an engineer or a fucking security guard, whatever the fuck you had to do. It was a pick. You know what? LinkedIn is where you put on a tie. LinkedIn is where you had to used to have to put on a fucking tie. And then these fucking hippies came in and ruined it with their fucking Crocs and their sandals and their fucking bullshit. The whole place smells like patchouli now. You open up LinkedIn. It's like, forget it. Fucking incense and peppermint's place. What the fuck happened? God damn it. LinkedIn used to be respectable businessmen. And now it's a bunch of fucking this horde, this horde of the unshaven have come in and taken over LinkedIn for discourse. Take your discourse somewhere else. This is where I go to find a job as a second level assistant in some fucking company. I want to, I want a job in a monolith. That's what LinkedIn is for. That's where you go to find a job in a monolith. It's not where you go to discuss the, the, the current fucking residue that you're finding in your garden because your tomatoes didn't grow properly. You have to use the wrong charcoal. Get the fuck out of here, man. Quit for, the discourse is creeping. It's going everywhere and it won't stop. The, the, the fa- it took over LinkedIn. LinkedIn was a job site. What, if Ask Jeeves was here now, he'd be so fucking pissed because nobody would ask him a fucking thing. They'd be telling him shit. 
It would now be tell Jeeves, and Jeeves would put a bullet in his fucking head because he had to listen to every fucking voice in the world telling him what he did wrong. Wrong tie, wrong spats, wrong fucking shit, Jeeves, you fucking idiot. Boom, gone. Hole in the wall, blood and brain splattered all over. The corpse of Jeeves is fucking slumped to the ground. Fuck me, man. The discourse is creeping. Let it go. I'm tired of the discourse. I need a whip and a fucking chair to keep the discourse at bay. It finds itself, it finds itself everywhere. You can't go get gas without a guy telling you what the fuck's going on. A TV show comes on at the gas pump. What the fuck? Can I have five seconds of solitude where I believe that I just to think and ponder? I just want to ponder. Is there any place left to ponder? I'm afraid if I go to Walden Pond, there'll be some fucking sign there telling me, hey, did you know that these are the five different lattes that you can drink at Walden Pond? Get the fuck out of here. I'm supposed to be crunching leaves in solitude and pondering my death. Fuck the discourse. Fuck people. Fuck screens telling me shit. You know what? You and I both hate capitalism. <laughs> yeah, I never said it's, I didn't. It's not the discourse that you hate. It's the change. <laughs> I I don't... Uh, look, the world's going to change. Everything's going to fucking change. I get it. I saw Children <laughs> of Men. All right. I, eventually, everything's going to change where like nobody can get pregnant anymore and a coffee shop's going to explode in the first 10 minutes of your day. <laughs> I understand this. And look, I welcome it. I'm excited for the new exploding coffee shop. Go ahead, bring it. I'm I'm very happy to see the 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 one pregnant woman that you have to smuggle into Michael Caine's secret house. Bring it on! <laughs> oh, it's God. so much it's so much better to me than finding out that Lizzo owns a thirty six million dollar house. <laughs> Jesus, you want to talk about capitalism? Lizzo just bought a thirty six million dollar house, and I went, "What the fuck? Is she in the Powerball?" And then I read she's now selling her twenty two million dollar house to get her thirty six million dollar house, and I was like. <laughs> And it, re it showed me again just how out of fucking touch I am. Because you know what I hear all the time? I hear that Spotify doesn't pay artists. I hear that people don't make money. And now Lizzo's buying a $36 million house because she got a fat girl show on fucking whatever the blender or whatever that other was fucking rude. out there. It's, the, um, it's what it's called. It's called like Lizzo Fat and Fabulous. Here, here's the thing. She has an entire capitalist enterprise to people who are oh, not standard image. Really? She's filling the need that the basic let consumerism me, let me doesn't. Let me say this for the for the record, by the way. <laughs> incredibly talented. Absolutely yeah. unbelievably oh, yeah. incredibly. I'm I'm not I'm not shitting on her ability. And also yeah. I believe, again, if you want to go, you're gonna yell capitalism in my face. <laughs> That's uh, what it is. <laughs> make every fucking dollar you can. Absolutely. There's no way you should not make fucking money. Go ahead and make all the, if you're Lizzo, make all the goddamn money. That's fucking great. Although I will say this, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to point it out and you guys are going to be like, what? This doesn't make any fucking sense. And I, you know, here's another thing too, though. I may have said this on the show already. And I, if I did, I apologize, but what the fuck else have I not done? In this fucking <laughs> show? All I've done is repeat myself for the past fucking 14 years. I don't like that. And then I like this, but then I don't like that and get off my dick and whatever the fuck. Shut up. Oh, you jerked off again. Good for you. Uh, what the, I don't even know the name of the song. And that's, that's an issue for me. It was like one of her first singles that came out. Uh, she stole a song. And it was a gigantic song. And she fucking stole it. And she I, stole I, I, a song? She stole, she, I, I believe she stole it. Because it came out a year after a song that sounds exactly like it. Because uh, I, I, And now I can't think of the... It's the song where she's like... It was a DNA huge, test? No, it was a huge hit single, and I can't I can't pull it up, and I can't play it now. Truth hurts. Uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lizzo is facing a plagiarism claim over the number one hit "Truth Hurts" by Black Beatles. 
Uh, by Ray Drummers. Um, it better be. Jeremiah, Jeremiah, Jesse Saint, and Yves Rothman penned a tune called Healthy in April of 2017. Not what I'm thinking. Okay. Boy, she stole a bunch of fucking songs. What the well, hell? Well, that's Truth Hurts. Um, so no, let's there, see if there's another one. Look, there, all right. I mean, you know, I'm in, I can't believe that we're doing that. We were on a roll. We were talking, everything was going well. And then uh, uh, now look what we're doing. We're Googling, trying to find songs. Oh, a it second is- artist has come forward with accusations over Truth Hurts. Who came yes. up with the iconic phrase? Truth. It's it's Ray Drummers. I, I I'm 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 done. I, it's literally a song called Black Beatles by Ray yeah. Drummers. Yeah, I'm seeing that one too. Now, I I may have told again. This happened like fucking five years ago, and I was driving heavy uh, Uber at the time. I think I told the story on the show. I apologize. We're going to delve back into the past. I'm going to tell it again because uh, you weren't here, so maybe it's new to you, Lily. Um, I picked up like four girls uh, on an on an Uber, and. Uh, they, you know, we were driving, whatever they were, and they were all super young and, and honestly, like super cute. They were all, and they were, and when I say cute, look, they were very attractive young girls, probably 20, uh, maybe 18, but also they, uh, they were cute in that they were so girly and fun. Like they were having fun and they're like, oh my God, like taking fo- photos of themselves. Yeah. And like, it was just, they were just having a ball and I fucking, I loved it. I mean, I, I never had, like I said, when I drove, my issues were with all the fucking grumps and people who were dicks and drunk people, you know, all those people. Yeah. If someone got in the car and they were having fun or whatever, they wanted to listen to music. Like, as I've said before, the first time I ever heard the Harry Styles album, the solo album, was I picked up a woman in uh, in Sherman Oaks, City, and she had to go to LAX at fucking 4.30 in the afternoon. So I was like, all right, we're going to be in there for like an hour and a half. And she's like, that's okay. My flight's not till eight. I said, great. And then she goes, can I ask you a favor? Can uh, Can we listen to the new Harry Styles album while we're going down there? And I said, of course, because I, uh, you know what, despite being an old, ancient, decrepit man, I love music and I love finding new music and right. I love listening to stuff, discovering stuff that could be good or bad. And I wasn't, uh, there was all I knew about Harry Styles, but he was, he was in one direction, I believe with Zane. Uh, now I'll tell you this. You want to talk about Zane? I can talk for 45 minutes, but Harry Styles is mystery <laughs> to me. Um, so we, and we listened to the album. We listened to the album the whole way and it was fantastic. It was fucking unbelievable. And then I couldn't stop telling people. I told Max about it. I told a million people. I'm just like, you're not, you have no idea how good this album is because it's like by the third song, I was like, man, this kid really loved seventies music, didn't he? And she's like, yeah, wow. And, uh, there's a song that sounds like Nielsen. I mean, it's, it's just, it's so good. The first album's so good. And since then he's been, he's just been putting out banger after banger Ooh. is, uh, what you call Gen Z would say. I- I'm um, I'm referring to an age period. That's it. That's that's all I'm referring to. I'm not trying like to label Z. people. So, it sounds like you're trying to fit in with them, <laughs> with not. your ironic "I love Dick" hat and your I'm uh, "Hey Gen Z." By them. You come in with your Bashemi skateboard. Hello, fellow kids. I'm impressed because I had uh, to stand in front of abortion clinics. They get to like do petitions and not have to be out in the cold. You know, I mean. It, it's it's just different how we have decentralized activism in this country and and made it accessible. So anyway, tell me more about the styles. Do you is <laughs> is there a breath you take that isn't invested in this? Like, do you do you just ever have a a hot chocolate and go? I like TV. I do. I very much disengage when I disengage. But but I also realize that, you know, there are bombs that went off in Portland today or in Poland today. There was a shooting again yesterday. And, you know, the world doesn't change unless we change it. You know, I, and my I actually, world doesn't change unless I change it. 
So and I heard two, you know, two people, two people actually died in that. Yeah, in that it's, it's tragic. Uh, well, it's even more tragic because the only reason they were in that area is they were looking for the recipe for ice. So, uh, <laughs> don't come back. Don't leave. No, no. We, cause, cause again, we went over this earlier and yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you want to talk about Dave Chappelle? Cause that is a perfect into Dave Chappelle. No, no, you okay. don't want to talk about it because it's, it, it'll be, it'll be bad. It, it won't yeah. go well. It won't no, it won't. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so, so the uh, so that's where I heard about the Harry Styles albums. I was in the car going to and from, um, and then these girls were in the car. And whenever anybody would get in the car, I'd say, "Hey, look, you want to play your music? Whatever you want to play is fine. Tell me. I have satellite radio, like in any station, or you can plug in your own phone, whatever." And they're like, "Oh my God! Well, you know, could you put on the the hit station?" And I put it on, and uh, that song "Truth Hurts" came on yeah. by Lizzo. Okay, and uh, that boy he that. He's a real kind of please or whatever the fuck. I don't know. But da 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 and they sang it. All of them were that 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 like and again four you know 17-year-old girls, but they're getting younger, by the way. Every time I mentioned their age. I think they were 20, 18, possibly 17. These were eight-year-old girls. I picked up four eight-year-old girls. and what's weird is like they were with their parents, and their parents got them all in the car, and I fucking floored it and took off. See you later. I'll get them home safe. And the parents are just, where are you going? Because uh, I don't want to talk to you ass fucks. Uh, I just, you know what? I like kids. Let them enjoy themselves. Uh, so we're, so I'm blazing through the street and Lizzo is playing and they're like, yeah, yeah. And they're singing that weird, you know how we kids sing and they're having fun. 20 year olds uh, are kids. To, how old am I? I? I'm three times their age. Yes. Yes. They're kids. I believe me. I, I, we, as we talked about earlier, I don't think of myself as 55. Yeah. I don't think of myself as some, we, we, I've I've said this comparison many times. Uh, I, when I think of my age, I think of my uncle Pudge, which first of all, his name alone should let you know that he was fifty five, but he was wearing a short sleeved button down shirt and black socks with shorts, and he had a heater in his mouth, That's fucking hot. working a working a fucking lung dart, playing volleyball at my cook at my lung uncle's dart. cookout. Yeah. Just fucking working a heater, playing volleyball outside with a beer in one hand. You know, that's that's 55 to me. 55 is guys who will spend an hour talking about their lawn and and trimming the edge of the of this and that. And you know what I mean? Topiary bullshit. Unless you're you know what? Unless you're fucking a groundskeeper at, at a fucking Major League Baseball park, you should not ever discuss a hedge the fuck out of here. Hey, man, you want to talk about bushes? No, I fucking do not. <laughs> Not in politics, not on ladies, and not in your fucking yard. No, thank you. That's a that's an anti hat trick for bushes. No, thank you. But fuck, man, that that's who they were. You know what I mean? They just they talk about aldermen and fucking you know changing light bulbs and shit. I don't want to do any of that. That that's all grown up shit. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't want to deal with any of it. That's that's what it's what grown ups do. I'm not him, even though I'm old enough to be him. That's the thing. I, but again, but again, the world is different. Cause like I said, at 55, he probably owned two houses. You know what I mean? He had a fucking <laughs> wife. He raised a kid. Uh, he had my cousin, Charlie, you know what I mean? He's so, so he was, he was a family guy. He was all those dudes, but I was, I'm nobody. I fucking missed the bus on that. Real, the real life bus came and I was late for the fucking stop. Your so life is real. Been, it's different. Not like that though. Not the, not when you were ki- the kid, the one you were told. Again, I'm a, I'm a Midwestern kid, all right, and, yeah. and you you're a Florida kid, and but you I, also grew I'm up... also Midwestern. My right. I, my whole family came from the Midwest. Exactly, and but you had a mom and dad, and you had sisters, and so you were you had you saw what a nuclear family was like. Not really, uh, because so you, I not really because of the age in difference. You, in some, 
the the age difference changed the the reality the of my family. And yeah, because 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 oh. you were so young. Uh, you were breaking up just briefly. Yeah, I was I was 12 years younger than most of my family and seven years from my closest sibling. Yeah, so you came in. I was raised an only child. Yeah, you gravy trained at the end, yeah. right? No, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because that's how I feel about my my brothers. Like, you know, the three, me and Lenny and and for my money, Glenn, we were we were only children. Uh, we, I'm sorry, we were single parent children. Yeah. And I feel that Andy and Scott, because my stepdad, Dan, showed up uh, and he so they had a father figure in the house when they were young. You know what I mean? They were yeah. in sixth grade or whatever when he showed up. My sisters and I always say we had different childhoods, even though we grew up together. Yeah. Yeah. The different reality again. But yeah. dad's here. Dad's not there and all those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, but that was so when I was a kid, that was the. You know, that was the aspirational goal was you were going to buy a house. You were going to have the house, the nuclear family, the wife, the 2.3 kids, probably a drinking problem. And a, 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 <laughs> hopefully, you, an, hopefully an affair. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Do you, you feel like you out. missed out? Uh, well, no, I got all those things. I just didn't, I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get the house to go with them. I didn't get the real prize. That's the problem. I didn't get the house and the kids, but I had, I got the eating problem and the fucking, you know, the, and the affairs. Good for me. Um, <laughs> So they're kids. As far as I'm concerned, if you're if they're sorry. 20 or 18 or so, no, yeah. don't be sorry, or 17 or whatever the fuck, because because I believe me, I now I would never say hello, kids, or treat them as children. I would never treat them as anything but equals, uh, yeah. which you know might creep them the fuck out. Because I remember you know when you were, if you were 17 or whatever, and I can't even like look if you're a 17 year old girl, your life is hard enough. All right, you know what I mean. It's just. You're, you're already being sexualized at that age, probably not only by the fucking weird boys Starts your own at age. Eight. Yeah, by, by the, but also the, but the boys you know. Oh, yeah. And then every, every leering man on a train or a bus or in an Uber, you know what I mean? You've got to be. So to see four girls be able to drop their guard and sing and have fun and not worry about, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's cool. I was, I was, I love it. I love joy. I wanted to see, and they were joyfully singing uh, Lizzo. And I just, I, I kept my powder dry until I could ruin it. I was so excited. <laughs> well, because they sang the song and they're they're loving it, and it's a great. It is a fantastic song. Truth Hurts is a brilliant song. Lizzo's a, a fantastic vocalist, yes. wonderfully talented, uh, and uh, plays a mean fucking flute. She's so good at everything that she does. Uh, so I don't begrudge her her thirty six million dollar house. Good for her. I think you do. Uh, I don't give a fuck. What the fuck do I care? Okay. It's not. It's not like I was the second mm-hmm. bidder. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I was not, I wasn't in that fucking stratosphere. The closest I'm going to get to Lizzo's house is listening to Lizzo in the car while I drive past houses. That's, that's literally, that's as far as I'm going to fucking get. Uh, so these girls are singing and enjoying the Lizzo song. And I also enjoy the Lizzo song, but I'm not singing because that's creepy and weird. But I can't wait for it to end because I go, oh man, I am going to blow their mind and ruin this. It's going to be so great. Uh, I didn't want to ruin it, but I wanted, but I wanted them to come into my way of thinking because... I, uh, no, I didn't, cause I didn't even know that that was a, a known thing. Cause I didn't hear anything about a lawsuit or a plagiarism or a settlement or anything like that. Because when I heard black Beatles by Ray drummers, I was like, Holy fuck. Then, you know, I, which is an amazing song. I love that song. And then her song came out like a year later and I went, wait a minute, this is fucking, this is black Beatles. Are you kidding me? So then they were in the car and they're singing that dee da do little leap beep, whatever the fuck. They're having a good time. You know, having fun singing the song in my car. I don't know the words. Yep, clearly. It's your dance now. 
remember the hamster dance. Oh my God. Mushroom, mushroom. Is that that one? Oh no, that's badger, 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 badger. Mushroom, mushroom. That's that one. Uh, do you remember that? Do you not remember that? I don't know. That's early I'm still in- trying to keep from saying the name of the guy who did the, or the lady who did the voice for time and the AOL guy's name and Mr. Movie Phone's name. Cause that shit is stuck in my head. Oh yeah. You know, those people. That's funny. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, you should say them. I, I no, don't, I, I don't, again, none of it matters, but I just thought about Movie Phone the other day. Cause I was like, man, I wonder what's playing. And I'm like, oh God, well, I gotta go online. To movie Phone, that so, guy. So. So they're getting to the end of this song. So, so the song ends, <laughs> and uh, and they're like, and they just start talking, ah, whatever. And I and I I turn the music down, and I'm like, hey, uh, guys, did you know that Lizzo stole that song? <laughs> and they're like, what? Are you, oh my god, no! What are you talking about? I go, no, I'm serious. Like, have you I have you ever heard this song? I'm, I'm going to play a song, and you you guys tell me if you think it was stolen or not. Like, if it's if uh, you know it's whatever. And so I I played the song. And they go, oh, we know this song, and it dum 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 dum. It starts out with the bum 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 bum. That girl, she's a real crowd pleaser. And it's and they all and I I have a rearview mirror so I can see them, and they're listening to it. So they go, we know this song, and and oh my gosh, yeah, it's Black Beatles. And then it starts to play, and then the vocal kicks in, and and I'm driving, and I see them, and they all go, no way and i'm like right right i'm not crazy right and they go no and i go okay that's all that matters because I, I don't again i steal songs and buy giant houses i don't good for you if if the ray drummers come to you and you give them a million dollars however the fuck they fixed it i don't know but i just i just wanted validation that I, where i went i'm not a crazy this is i'm not crazy i'm not crazy uh my niece and i i've started like my niece i've picked my niece up at the airport a few times and then unfortunately then and you you walk that line where you're just like, all right, I'm her uncle, but they don't call me Uncle Mike. And I I know it it there's ten percent of that, but that bothers me, which seems weird. They just call me Mike, uh, which is fine. And again, I wasn't a part of their life for the first, you know, twelve, fourteen years of, of it. You know what I mean? They were yeah. uh they because I wasn't talking to Lenny and so I yeah. didn't see them. And I and I've told the story on here many times where when they lived in my building as babies, they would walk past my house and they would see me and they would look in my door and just look at me because I looked, they knew I sort of looked like Lenny. I'm sure they identified it. And it was funny to see babies have DNA coded within themselves to where they could be like, Hey, is this, do we know him? Is he like our guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that dad? Um, cause I don't, I mean, I don't look like Lenny, but I, I'm sort of Lenny shaped, I suppose to a child. I don't know, whatever. Um, but now I'll make my, my niece, Anna, I'll be like, oh, you got to hear the song. And I'll, I'll, I'll play her music. But the best part is she has a super open mind where she wants to hear stuff. And then I did the same thing with her, with Lizzo and then the Black Beatles. She's like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, she couldn't believe it. And I'm like, yeah, see, exactly, right? Uh, just, just And I'm only doing it again. I don't, I'm not trying to be the low police. I don't fucking care. She can the fuck she wants and good for her. And I'm sure the Black Beatles are doing just fine. But or, I'm sorry, the Ray Drummers, I keep calling them the Black Beatles, but that was the name of the song. Um, but at the same time, I just, it's that thing where I'm just like, I'm not nuts. I'm, I'm not nuts, right? You understand this. Uh, and so as many people, and I have at least five young women who are like, yeah, no, you're not crazy. And that's all I need. That's it. I need a handful. Not, I need a handful of young women out there in the world who believe that I'm not crazy. And that's it. That's all I needed. When I was a child, you could call and find out the time. You would actually make a phone call. 
there was a uh, uh, that there was a thing called information, mm-hmm. um, and, I, and it was four one one, and you would call to get a phone number or something like that if you didn't want to look it up in your phone book. And that and actually there was a charge for information, wasn't there? Wasn't there a charge to call information? I don't remember. I, I think it was a, an actual toll call. Like I think it would would wind up on your bill. Um, Do you remember but, calling the libraries and asking no. the librarian questions? No and way. And then she would look that. it up and call you back. Oh yeah, I'm old. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't even realize that was a thing. I think you can still do it. <laughs> but yeah. <That's, laughs> let's let's try now. <laughs> right, let's do it. Yeah. Wow. So that's who so basically Google just ripped off librarians. They were just like, yeah, no, you, you just but you don't have to call. Google is a librarian, you don't have to call. You just type in a thing and it pops up. Well, it is a it is a centralized depository repository of information. No. I've been to Google. It's also a depository of information. <laughs> I have trouble with words because I still have this fucking headache that won't go away. I hear you, but I'm just I'm just saying, believe me, anybody can deposit <laughs> whatever the fuck they want there on there. You you could look up and you could put in, you know, like uh, Mickey Mouse erection and you'd go to DeviantArt and there'd be like a million things deposited on there <laughs> with Mickey Mouse holding his fucking cock. You're like, great. That's fantastic. I don't understand it. <laughs> what, do you think of, it. what do you think of Wikipedia? All right, this here's a dumb thing I did once. I gave Wikipedia money once, a billion years ago. Got it? Got to be. They, Why they is gave, that dumb? Well, they they made some plea. Well, all right, here's why it was dumb. Because this is this had to be ten years ago, right? And I think I sent them five bucks or ten bucks because I was like, you know, I use this, and it doesn't seem like a bad thing. Uh, but this is before I realized that Wikipedia was just some crowdsourced dictionary. So like you could, if I want to go, if I look up celery on Wikipedia, someone could be like, this is actually poison that grows out of the, or someone could change, anybody could change celery if they want to turn celery into a, a, a weapon of mass destruction. You know what I mean? It's Well, only if they not... cite their sources. It is, it, that is the thing about it is it is users. <laughs> it's got that little number three and you scroll down to the bottom and it says three and it just says next door neighbor Mel. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, again... it was Mel. He told me that celery is a weapon of mass destruction. But, but it's a great thing. It's I I use it all the time. All right. I use Wikipedia all the and time. And I think it's I, great that you donated so that they could pay for their servers. Well, I donated a million years ago. Yeah. But my, here's my favorite thing. Like, I, I forget that I sent the money a million years ago, but it's brought rudely to my attention sometimes because I'll go to Wikipedia and out of nowhere, a paragraph will appear and I'll go, Mike, yeah. we have to talk to you. <laughs> 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 which and i'm like all right what did what did somebody do now and why and what <laughs> what possibly could have happened that you need my fucking help there's no way i'm effective in any way there's nothing you could need from me that i could provide that would be able to get you out of this jam i am not i don't have a mystery machine i don't have a talking dog i'm not figuring out any fucking thing i am not the one to call there's got to be plenty of other people who when the fucking the wiki signal comes up in a paragraph that can respond and help <laughs> <laughs> I am not the one. Oh, but because I once gave you $5, they're like, hey, he's a soft touch. Let's send him a paragraph. <laughs> Mike, you're not going to believe this. I, no, it's Wikipedia. Chances are good I'm going to believe it, even though I shouldn't. Because as we <laughs> aforementioned <laughs> celery, it's a terrible weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> well, some stuff, you you because again, they change sports. They'll change Wikipedia. It's so funny. They do it as a bit now. Yes. Like a coach will get fired and they'll just, they'll, uh, he, you know, he packed up his life in shame and it moved on this date or whatever the fuck. And everybody's like, ha ha. And I'm like, I don't, I can't trust a, vic- a dictionary that can be vandalized. You know what I mean? It just, it doesn't, 
whenever I worked on a game show, they'd be like, no Wikipedia. You can't use Wikipedia as a source. <laughs> and, uh, and it made complete sense because any fucking maniac could have come in and changed the goddamn answers, either the day before or the day after. So then either A, it was wrong when you got it, or B, it was right, but then they changed it afterwards and it was wrong later <laughs> and they can't find the attribution. And then somebody's not going to win funny money and they're going to be mad because I wound up picking up the wrong fucking clue from <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> Uh, and it makes sense, but yeah, I don't, I don't trust, I don't think I can trust a living dictionary. I can't. Something, but all you know, dictionaries they, are living. They no, change over time. Fuck yes. that. No, Noah Webster's dictionary. They add new words. That's it. <laughs> but, well, that's, they add that's new real. words every year. They, they, yeah, the they Webster change. family. The <laughs> Webster family adds new words. Noah Webster the eighth goes in and goes, I got a new word for you. It's, you know, <laughs> fucking scrumptious. And he throws it in there and everybody's like, yeah, that's totally a word because it's the fucking Webster's. They're, they're supposed to change dictionary. It, I don't, I don't want to deal with fucking Roger who got off his fucking shift over there at, at, at Ralph's and went home and was like, oh man, I am so bored. What if I changed canned soup into a magic elixir? Bing, 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 pushes 14 buttons and now people are eating chicken noodle soup because they think it cures fucking multiple sclerosis. Fuck that. How you do, why are you doing this? Because Wikipedia said I should. Oh, well, I got a paragraph for you. Roger, we need your help. Please tell people more about soup that cures diseases. Roger's typing away like an idiot, and I'm home going, what the fuck, man? I gave $5 to support Roger and his nonsense and his flying <laughs> phalanges of nonsense. I think not, Roger. Flying phalanges. Yeah, that's right. I want to use that as my magician thing. The flying phalanges? I have the flying phalanges of nonsense. It's like the fickle finger of fate. You now have the yes. flying phalanges of foolery. Oh, uh, go God. With foolery. Uh, oh, Tom man. Out of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I use Wikipedia to find information and then go and read the resources that are put there because i actually like research stuff so i use it that way uh, don't say that like it's some pejorative like i don't yeah, yeah well, i heard the tone in your voice i actually research no, I, there stuff, is not a, like there you. is a skepticism of where it is the start to find and research from and draw off of because it is a living document although i will tell you my absolute favorite uh, entry that was put in was about Donald Trump when they wrote that he is the only cast member of Home Alone to be twice impeached as president. True. <laughs> like, that's, I'm like, yeah. that's a true one and it's funny. It is. Um, and, and it worked. Yeah, you can leave that one up. <laughs> uh, you, don't, you don't need to swoop in and take that one off. My, my $5 doesn't pay to edit that that because that's a true fact. You can go ahead and leave that up under that uh, biography of, now is that a name I'm supposed to know? <laughs> That person you just referenced, because I it, it escapes me. I'm not sure who that I, might be. I don't know. I'm I'm just waiting for the announcement today. <laughs> no, there's no announcement today, it do, and it doesn't matter. He will he will wriggle wriggle out of it, and nothing will ever happen. That's that's it's whatever. I've talked about it before. It doesn't it's all matter. about the grift. Uh, yes, everything is. Everything is all, all about it. I I need Val Demings and and Beto O'Rourke to get more money. That'd be great. <laughs> Let's give them some more money. What's how many uh, Beto O'Rourke's what the fuck else is that guy gonna lose people are gonna get money i don't fucking get it you know what Beto? here's what i say time to roll down your sleeves i <laughs> i think i think it's come i think the time is upon us for you to finally roll down your sleeves take your nose off of the grindstone i think you've had more than enough time to to reconnoiter back to the fact that you're never gonna fucking win anything that's not true. He's just never going to win when it's gerrymandered because of capitalism. Oh, my <laughs> Christ. You know who I would vote for over Beto O'Rourke? Gerrymander. I would vote for him. <laughs> Beto O'Rourke Dad, is amazing. He's a fucking clown. He's, he's, he's amazing. Ridiculous. Sure. He's do more amazing. TikTok dances. 
do another TikTok dance to try to drop support. God damn it, I hate that guy. He he and is you know amazing what? in what he does. And I, you know what? I probably align with him politically on a lot of different things. He's not amazing. What does he do? He does nothing. He loses. He gets washed. That guy got fucking washed twice. You know what? Move out of Texas. Everybody else is. Go somewhere else. Go somewhere you can win. Go to go to fucking, I don't know, where, what's another place? Go to Wisconsin. No, you can't win there. Nobody can win there. I don't know. There's nowhere he can go at this point. Fucking Beto. Isn't his name like Benjamin? What the fuck? We have, we. do you want to talk about the results in politics or not? No. Okay, then. No, I want to make fun of it. I want to rip the shit out of it. Because again, well, because you know why? In another year or six months or whenever we have some recall ballot or some bullshit, we'll be doing the same shit again and talking about the same stuff over again. It's it's it. Doesn't, I don't think so. It's we are we are Sisyphusian society that continues to push this voting boulder up to one side and watching it tumble down to the other. And then we got to push it up again. Oh, we got to raise money. We got to send all this money to Georgia. We got to give all these people in. Oh, the boulder fell down again. I uh, know right. we we got to get money out of politics. And if we can get a whole, and if we can get enough people together to do that, it will happen and it will change. And we're, you know, this, this you don't want to talk about it. Never mind. Da, 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 da. Uh, I just, I don't, I just can't. It's, it's I understand completely. It, it is, uh, you know why? Cause again, we, you know, we talked about the pumpkin spice uh, personality people. Yeah. Uh, there, there are other people out there now who are just, who this has become their personality and it's, it is exhausting. And it's, there are people I know and you're just like, oh man, I don't get it, but all right, good for you. Um, the, the problem is some people don't have the luxury to just stay home and have a pumpkin spice and ignore it. You know, the, what's happening to several communities in America with the attack on, again, the whole moralness of of this should be a Christian nation. We don't have the luxury. We just don't. There are days I take the luxury and I go and I buy something stupid and I take it home and I turn it on and I laugh and I giggle and it makes me happy and I go to bed and then I wake up the next morning and I go, oh, Medicare still wants me to die. I forgot about that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, so again, it, it, it's hard. It really, truly is, you know. Yeah. No, I, I understand you have unique challenges and, and a lot we of people all have, unique have unique challenges. Sure. We do. And it's just, you know, I, I don't want to be angry about pumpkin spice. I want to be angry about trans rights because they're human rights. I don't want to be angry about when Mariah Carey comes on the radio because there's real things to be angry about. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, enjoy what you enjoy. And And some people enjoy being angry. They do. I know <laughs> yes, about this podcast. Uh, no, I no, I don't. I don't take one second of enjoyment out of this. Absolutely, not. I couldn't be. I. I. This is this is pure work. Oh my goodness! Are you kidding me? This is. I clocked it. I actually installed a clock just because I have a lunch bucket mentality now when it comes to this show. I come in, I punch a clock. I put it right in the old dinosaur's mouth. It bites it. I put it down. I climb up to the top of the old dinosaur. I do some mining. Mr. Slate blows the whistle. Vroom, I slide down, head home. And then I can relax. Uh, <laughs> then I can, uh, uh, I will put the cat out for the night. Uh, you know, I made a Flintstones reference today in a thing that I did. And in my brain, I'm just like, because again, we're, we're at that point where you, you, I don't want to age out of my references. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I did it. There was a, a very kind listener named J.D. Ellis. And he hired me to do a like a cameo, but he said, I, but he didn't go through cameo. He just hired me personally right. to do it. 
which was super nice because he paid me a little extra and it was he did not have to fucking do that at all but he freaked me out because he's like hey man i'm gonna do this cameo and i want you to do this and here's all the facts i says great just you know sign it up and he goes how do i do it and how do i spiff you like a little extra if i want to i go well you can go through the cameo app or you can go through paypal or you can do whatever you want to do or do both whatever you want to do so then he was he sent something through paypal he's like yeah definitely want to do the cameo and he needed it by tomorrow at lunchtime he said uh and we back again give me what you do is you give me a bunch of facts then i talk and say whatever so then he gave me a bunch of facts and he's like hey man i need this by tuesday and i was like it's no problem i can take care of it so then last night of course because you know again it's 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 four in the morning last night i'm like all right let's bust this out i need it let's get under i got i went to the time clock ching ching punk chunk i'm let's do it let's go to work at four in the morning after watching django unchained yeah. What did I do? What did I do? What I last night I watched. Oh, here's what I did. I didn't stream yesterday because I fell asleep on my couch. You, you want to talk about this is the oldest thing about me. It was 2.15. I got home from the gym and I lifted. Right. I didn't even take a shower. I was so fucking beat because I'm lifting super hard at the gym and I come home and I'm like, and my sleep schedule's off. <laughs> Fix sleep, food and lifting all together. But at least I lifted and I got home and I'm on the couch and I ate uh, lunch. I ate, a, I ate a salmon burrito. Ooh, which yum. I there's a place by me that makes them and they're, they're delicious. So I had a salmon burrito, got a little protein in me, and I was watching the Holiday Baking Championship, uh, watching them make uh, Swiss rolls and trifles. And uh, the, the it was so funny. The there's it's we're now two weeks into the Holiday Baking Championship, and I knew who was going home both times. I, I was like I was like I she's done. That chick's done. You can always tell. Yeah, look, I've watched this show for years now. So I I know just even by the camera angles and the amount of time uh-huh. you're to somebody on the floor that they're going to be involved in the in the in the thing or someone will make some quote like they get rosemary and they're like, boy I like rosemary but it can be kind of woody tasting so you really have to kind of go light with it I hope I can do have a deft touch and you're like, all right we're gonna have a rosemary problem later clearly something is going to happen with rosemary because they they drop these bombs along the way. And it's, it's just like Pac-Man. You're like, yeah. bop, 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 bop. you're eating all the fucking dots that they leave as you, you find your way back to the middle. <laughs> um, but I knew both times, like last week, because last week, oh my God, this, this woman who went home, she was, she was like a home baker from Utah with like 11 kids. But, but she was so, uh, I used to be a trophy wife and I bet I still can be too with the help <laughs> of needles and blades. So... So she's doing everything she can to maintain her uh, her youthful appearance. And uh, she's also a real estate. Per- That's another thing, too, is they're like, I'm a home baker and a real estate person. I'm like, okay, which means you're a home baker. You make muffins and you've never sold a house. But you can say that because it sounds good. But it's also like when I used to do game shows, they'd make me say I was a bouncer. Yeah. They could say I was a comic or an actor. Uh, so so last, this chick last week, she just, she, you can tell when she's like, oh, this ganache is too thin. You're like, you're going home, Utah. See you later. <laughs> thin ganache. Can't make it. Uh, but the fact that she's fretting over her ganache in several segments, you're like, the, the ganache is a problem. You know, it's going to happen. And last night, this poor girl, they had, uh, they had to use whatever the fuck. The first challenge was they had to use items out of a grocery bag that blind they blind chose, and they had to make a dessert featuring that uh, Thanksgiving ingredient that isn't normally used in desserts sort of so like because some girl got lucky she got a can of sweet potatoes she's like fuck i can make a million sweet potatoes. <laughs> but then this one dude took out a box of fucking instant mashed potatoes and uh and he's you know 
he's one of the 40 gay guys they have on the show. And he's like, oh my, oh my, I don't know what to do with a box of mashed potatoes. I'm like, I, I don't know, put them in your cake. What the fuck are you going to do with them? You know, fake yeah. snow, sprinkle them on the top. But, but they always, that's another thing is, and I, and I know these shows, I've written on shows like that. And I've been on shows because they encourage you to, you're, they're like, you're on TV. So make sure yeah. you, you know you're on TV. So to see this guy fret over mashed potatoes, I was just like, oh, dude, come on, man. We know you're going to make some, <laughs> we know you know what you're going to do. Don't pretend like it's this conundrum, like they handed you a bomb. It's not red wire, blue wire. It's potatoes and chocolate cake, whatever the fuck. But then the, the, the equivalent of red wire, blue wire happened uh-huh. because this cute little blondie, who's a, she's a lovely uh, and a, a very accomplished pastry chef in uh, at, at an Italian restaurant. Uh, in real life, but now she's here getting it done at the holiday baking championship. She reaches into the bag and oh, she pulls out sausage. Oh, yeah, but like breakfast, so- like sausage. You know what I mean? Ground sausage. And uh, she's like, oh, and she's and I liked her because she was had a real like nice laugh. She always was like kind of nervous laughing, and I dug her. But then she's like, I'm a vegetarian. And then you're like, this chick is going home. <laughs> why? Why? I never understand these people who go on a reality <laughs> cooking show and that, but she's a vegetarian. She's like, Oh yeah. Or someone was like, Oh man, I'm allergic to shrimp. Why the fuck are you here? Go There's that. That's an ingredient you can't use. Can't even touch or you can't taste food. You have to be able to taste your fucking food. So she made a pound cake with sausage in it. She has one dude try a piece of it. And I laughed because in my brain, if I was that dude, I'd be like, Oh my God, this is fucking horrible. Like I would, <laughs> or I'd literally spit it out. and be like, cause she's, <laughs> She's not going to taste it. So better because that's so that, because what happened was he's just like, you know what? It's uh, it's just a little salty. So then she panics and she's like, oh, my God, it's salty and I can't taste it. And I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll, <laughs> you know what? I'll cook it like French toast in a, in a caramel sauce and I'll go ahead and try to do that and get some of the salt. And in my brain, I'm just like, that guy's competing with you. What the f- why are you even going <laughs> to listen to what he said? But she, but then she won't taste it. And it's like, well, then you've dug your own fucking grave that you won't eat sausage and you go on this fucking show. I don't understand it. I don't, you, there are things you won't eat or won't do, but you're on a cooking <laughs> show. Get the fuck off. Ridiculous. I know. Yes. Pumpkin spice. I'm raging. I know. Whatever the fuck. Um, I knew she was going, cause then she made, cause then, but there was a one, another woman who made a fucking, uh, 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 tartatan. Uh, it was supposed to be cranberry. She had cranberries as her fucking flavor. And she made an apple pear and cranberry tartatan and she baked it and she got it out. And then she looks over to the side and all of her cranberry is in a bowl. She didn't put it in the fucking tartatan. <laughs> So she made an apple and pear tart tatan for a cranberry challenge. And I'm like, you're fucking going home too. Look at you. They just sent all of you home at this fucking point. Um, but then she like lifted her crust and just put globs of cranberry. Oh, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? And also she's fantastic. She's a French woman who lives here now and she's baking at a fucking fantastic restaurant in New York. And you forget to put the cranberries in your tart tatan. Go home. And then they're all nice to him. The judges are all like, this is delightful. I, I could take or leave these donut parts, but everything else is really good. No, fucking crucify them, man. These shows need a Simon Cowell. They need a mean fucking idiot. Why? Because you, because it's like when you watch Chopped, there's a different, I've talked about it before, on Chopped. They will be harsh to the chefs. It's fucking smart. But like, why did you do this? It's soggy. Why You knew it was soggy. Why just, I didn't think this and you never put anything on the plate that you're not going to eat, right? There's a guy named Marcus Samuelson, and he's just a fucking bully. And you're just like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your bow tie, but good for you. Because, I mean, yes, tell the chefs and call them out. But the worst part is then when they have, like, real people on Chopped, 
it'll be like these firefighters are here for a firefighter challenge. And then some guy will make, you know, chili or whatever the fuck, some garbage. And the chef will eat and go, Hmm, I understand the direction you were going in. I think you could have livened it up or brightened it with a little sprig of, uh, of uh, thyme or possibly some lemon, but this is a delicious chili that any fat grunt who puts out fires for a living would enjoy, but I'm a five-star chef and I want to tell you it's fucking dog food, but I can't because we can't be mean to real people on this fucking show. Here's three grandmothers who are having a grandmother challenge and using their family favorites. Well, I would love to see Alex Fornicelli, notorious pill, angry, angry woman who's mean to everybody. Just look at one of those grandmas and go, I can't believe this is the last thing you cooked before you die. That's what she should say to one of these grandmothers. Hey. My my family loves this. It's a terrific. It's you know what? It's a breaded liver and cod croquette. Really? I'm not gonna bite it. I can't believe you're still breathing on this planet. If this is the thing you fed your family, how have they not excised you and and dis excommunicated you from their fucking <laughs> gatherings? You know they're only being polite when they eat your food, right? You do understand that, right? Fuck. You just you want about? everything to be Hunger Games, don't you? <laughs> yes. Yes. Do it. All those kinds of shows, yes. You hate celebrating the joy of doing something. Dude, but again, then I was so mad. I was watching the Halloween baking championship this oh, year. Oh, God. And there was a girl, like, right in the beginning, in the first show, I go, I hate her. I fucking hate her. And there's a listener to the show, a listener, Jamie, who I text with, and I'm like, there's somebody that I hate on the show. And she's like, oh, my God, I hate this person. I'm like, the same person. We hate them. But then she dominated the Halloween baking championship. She was, because oftentimes, look, they start with like 12 and they whittle down to three for the final and often, everyone will stumble. Everyone will have a cake that doesn't rise. Everyone will have some sort of a, a, a thin ganache. Everyone will have something that doesn't work. This chick was a monolith. She just fucking destroyed. She, she didn't. And she, and also there are, there are people who will cry or they'll be sad. They'll be like, Oh, I'm panicking. I don't know what to do. This woman was a fucking, she was like the. You know, she was, she was the Terminator of baking championships because everything she did was perfect. Everything she cooked was great. And also she, she acted, she knew it was just a fun television competition because those people were like, you know what, go big or go home. I, you know, I'm, what the fuck are you talking about? You're making fucking pastry breadsticks. I, you go, go big or go home. What? Your mic cut out. Yourself. You're huh? totally contradicting yourself. No, I'm not. You want to cut through a show where there's no mediocrity, but at the same time, go big or go home is silly. Be, no, go. you can go big or go home. <laughs> but they all say the same. That's what I'm saying. They, they present themselves in their, oh, their interview. Oh, okay, how they're that's saying the it problem. in their interview. Yes, they, okay. you know, but, that, I, but isn't I that the coaching? This. I tweeted this once. It made me laugh because after every baking show, someone will lose and they'll go, you haven't seen the last of me. And I was like, oh, rest assured, I have absolutely seen the last of you. It was bad enough I had to watch you make fucking Cherry's Jubilee for the past two weeks. Go home to your fucking Utah family and sell and not sell real estate. Good for you. Fuck. You guys have not seen the last of me. No, clearly I have. The second that door closes and the last symbol comes out of your mouth, I will never think of you again. You are fucking gone from my memory. Oh, God. How did I even get out of that shit? I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, but I, but I, I, again, certain shows I like to like, but then, but then you have the Great British Bake Off, oh. which is just filled with lovely people. And the, and there's one judge who's like comically stern. He's just, but he's but he's not stern in a mean, over the top way. He just judges your food the way he should judge. This guy Paul Hollywood, who by the way is a beautiful oh, man. Paul Hollywood. Uh, 
it was funny. Yeah, Paul Hollywood. And I used to, it was funny. I talked about how good looking he was once. And my ex is just like, you think that guy's good looking? I'm like, yeah, look at him. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, but then I Googled on Paul Hollywood and, uh, you know, he's, he's on Great British Bake Off. And then he came to America to host a, like a cooking show here with somebody. And he wound up fucking one of the chicks from Food Network when he had a wife in England. And I'm like, oh, I literally was like, how do I know the name? That's how I know the name. I saw a yeah. TikTok about him. Um, I guess I understand why you think he's good looking. Yeah, he's got like his bl- his eyes are ridiculous and he's got he's, that you he's know, got he's got the the gray hair and the and the deep set eyes and the you know looking out from under the yeah. Well also <laughs> if you I started watching him eight years ago. So if you look at him eight years ago when he his yeah, hair wasn't I'm... super gray all the time, you're just like, Well, that's it. And he just and also let's put the day. I, I think he's really good looking because also I'm sure there's some sort of envy for the fact that somebody who's extremely good in his field has made it to the top of his field and is rich and and just getting all the money, donuts, and pussy he could possibly imagine. You know what I mean? Capitalism. So like, wow. Wow. I don't even know what to say to that. That's just nonsense. That 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 doesn't even begin to describe. He's a guy who who's successful and he gets money, donuts, and pussy. And now you're and what does he do with it? He gets pussy other than the pussy that he committed to, because uh, he's. But you can't blame capitalism for his shortcomings. You can't blame capitalism because he banged. And also, have you seen the chick from the Food Network? What, do you, what about her? What is this? I'm, Where does I'm this teasing. I don't. In? Everybody should fuck everybody. If it if as long as everyone's consenting and they're over eighteen and they're having a good time, I don't care. And now we're back to libertarianism. Exactly. No, we're not. We're back to <laughs> consent between uh, adults. Consent between a baking judge and another baking judge. There you go. They there was no consent on the person that was also participating but was left out. I'm sure he called her. I don't think he did from the TikTok. He probably, you know, <laughs> if she had picked up the phone, he would have cleared it with her. But he probably thought, you know what? It's She's going to be okay with it. I'm going to work this chick from the Food that Network. Is- that is never how that no, works. I don't know, man. I tell you what, I've I've heard, especially you know, I've heard that Gen Z is a lot more forgiving about this sort of thing. I understand oh, that they, and I know that they is a blow against you capitalism. Make a, you make fun uh, of things you don't understand. I understand, fucking old everything. man. I understand it. Get off my dumb. yard. I'll shake my fist at fucking everybody, but it doesn't mean I don't fucking understand it. You will tell people to get off your lawn, but you will not listen to people tell you how to make your lawn better. That's what I have learned from this episode. Well, you, you need to learn a deeper lesson. I'm 55 and I will never have a lawn. Well, hey, go ahead and realize that. Never. Not once. Not at all. Who am I, Uncle Pudge? Not fucking happening. Oh, fuck that. I have nothing. I've got, that I've got zero. That is not zero. true. You have a great sense of humor. Oh, isn't that fun? It, it you have gorgeous eyes and a apart. wonderful smile and a good heart down deep inside, Uncle Scrooge. <laughs> I think you're I an awesome person. all those things person. and yet no health insurance. Well, and no, oh, you're very nice. Thank you. And I think you're an awesome person. But you can have health insurance. No, I can't. I just paid $37 for a flu shot. Did you, did you... Oh. I'm not you, caught up on taxes. I'm I'm a year behind. So you're not, you haven't even filed them, even if you owe money, because you only well, have oh, no. to file oh, we, them. Oh no, dude! Listen, I owe money. I owe yes, a lot of money. Yes, but you only have to file them. You don't uh, have to have uh, them right, current. Here's the. This is completely true. Like I I applied at Trader Joe's. All right, like because that's because I had to pay. I just sent out six thousand dollars in tax money. Yeah. And then I had another uh, expense that came up that kind of kicked me in the balls, and I'm scrambling. 
Like I was extremely happy JD Ellis stepped up and said, Hey, you want to make some money to do this? Of course I do. Uh, but I, um, I, I haven't filed, I, I think 21, 20 and 21. Are no, they 20, done tw- yet? 20, 21. I haven't filed or 22. Those two. Have you yet. completed them? Uh, no. Okay. Um, Cause if you complete them and file them and just say, bill me later, you can, yes, still, but then, you can get right, but insurance. Then, yeah, but then my health insurance is $400 a month. And then, and then that just is, it is another thing. At least four. You, you made that much money that your health insurance is 400 under. It's always that it's never less than that. Okay. Well, I just don't make any money right now, unfortunately. So I guess I'm skewed that way. Well, I, but I, well, look, I haven't made any money for, you know, for three years or whatever the fuck really, because the pandemic came along uh, other other than. But but then you would qualify. It's all about how much money you claimed that you made. And that's where the system is. I claimed a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) I made one (laughs) dollar. And then they're not going to give me health insurance if I claimed a dollar. That, you know why? Because they're like, that guy's not worth saving. You can't <laughs> save that true? guy. I claimed a buck. No, totally. I go, you're in the machine at that point. Now you're just, they're like, you know what? This guy, he's worth more dead than alive. You should just grind him into protein blocks and feed the rest of the poor. Not I mean, honestly, true at all. We well, that's the, you and I are reading on different sites. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I do is paperwork with the state of California because of health care and taxes and everything else. Uh, yeah, no, they just, they absolutely just, cause, and I, I, so I paid off the state. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm good with the state. Good. I paid them all their dough, but, uh, federal, <laughs> oh man, uh, I would pay them except I don't have a dump truck to bring over the fucking dough. <laughs> Holy fuck. It's going to be brutal. I, I look, I have, I have benefited from the fact that ass fuck ruined the IRS. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I have hidden under the coats and they have, they have, they can't pay for flashlights. So I'm fine. <laughs> All of a sudden there's going to be someone and some enterprising young man with shiny shoes and a really fucking awesome tie who goes, bring me the S files. And he's going to go as hmm, Schaefer, Schaefer, Schimmel. Oh, what the, who is this? Wait a minute. Is there a reason there are two red flags hanging out of this manila envelope? What's this Schmidt? Uh, yeah, they're, they're, once they hire some guy fresh out of fucking tax school who's going to come in and go, all right, let's reform this, baby. Oh, you know what? They call it the IRS because I'm really serious. Let's fuck these people up. <laughs> that dude is going to change everything. And eventually he's going to stumble onto my name and it's going to be fucking, it's going to, uh, you know what? He's going to find my file and the IRS is going to light up like a contract being put on John Wick. Like all those fucking operators and the fucking sliding tube and all that. That's what's going to have my name's going to go in the tube. Shink, sunk, shink, shunk. And I'm going to be crawling up the steps of the fucking hotel to try to get in for protection. God damn it. They're coming. I know they're coming for me. Once they once they stop not chasing fucking uh, everybody else, they're going to wind up chasing me. Like some fucking TV preacher who's dodged a bullet forever. I, there was a fucking... Did you see that there's a show on Hulu about fucking Jerry Falwell's kid and his wife and her, her fucking the pool boy? Uh, oh, yes. That's been a story that's been quietly known for years. I've well known... I've known the story yeah. for years. Yes, clearly. Yeah. I've known this. I knew the story when he was endorsing fuckhead. I knew... The, I've known this story. Yeah. He's a bad fucking guy and he likes to watch his wife get fucked. I, I've known this for a very long time. My point is... Why make a fucking show about it? I had, and so then it went around social media. People were like, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. Oh my God, you can't. No, I believe it. I believe everything about it. 
anybody anybody now make some fucking show about all of these things and all these political fuckheads and they're like you're not gonna believe this no i fucking believe everything the problem is i believed it seven years ago when we're not the target we're not the target i just told you at the irs i am clearly the target there's <laughs> no, no doubt the the reason that those movies are made is to once again expose the stuff that's going on so that the people are there that can open up their eyes and escape there, well, you know what and also those his wife was highly railable. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Like, I, I told you. Oh, go ahead. But I got a fucking switch <laughs> in my head that, you know what? Because it's also, it's the whole attitude of being willing, like that sort of thing. And the way the guy tells the story yeah. where she like came up to him at the pool and she's like, would you want to like come to my room and I'll suck your cock and my husband will watch. I know it seems kind of weird or whatever. Like that's, that's tremendously hot. If you're a dude, you're just like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go. This will be fucking sweet. That is hot. And that I is okay. Him. And it should be yeah. okay. Except it's being hidden to grift people out of money but but it's always like i told you i have a i got a soft spot in my head for those for the fucking wing nuts i don't know what the fuck it is like i told you marjorie taylor green i i would i forget it i wouldn't even think twice and i would crossfit the shit out of that chick and i know it's wrong and stupid and whatever the fuck and is she destroying the planet she is yes but if there's a way i could keep her busy for a couple hours wouldn't you fucking consider me a good guy <laughs> if i kept her off the floor all right all right I, 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 if I kept her off the house floor, right? <laughs> she can be on any other floor she wants with me. But if I kept her off the house floor for a couple hours, am I not an American hero? <laughs> like Lauren fucking Bobert. If I if I spent oh. an afternoon untying the knots on her thigh holster, would that really bother anybody? Wouldn't I be a fucking kid? I don't know. Well, look, that was their whole appeal in the first place. You know what I mean? They got they they ran them because they're fucking dirty hot. You know what I mean? So they're like, and guys are just like, yeah, guys who vote with their dicks are like, oh, of course, I want that weird trolling chicken there. As her husband shows his cock to young girls in a fucking country bar or whatever the fuck he did. And that happens. And that happened. And I love that people are just like, ah, uh, man, people make mistakes. Oh, <laughs> do they? Do they make mistakes with their dick in their hand and fucking four 17 year olds around? Get the fuck out of here. That's not a mistake you get a, you get to come back from. There's no, no bounce back. Quit telling me that he's like, oh, you know what? He's a different guy now. Yeah, he is. He's fucking 10 years older and can't go to school zones. That's what's fucking different about him. <laughs> I'm supposed to like think that he, and again, then they become these moralistic assholes who are like, oh, they, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they spout moralism and bullshit in the Bible and garbage. And you're like, this guy's fucking helicoptering his dick in front of fucking cheerleaders, you fucks. And that's all. Well, again, same thing in Georgia with this fucking Herschel oh, Walker God. ass fuck. The thing he said, he did a thing yesterday about how Raphael Warnock won't take care of his kids. And I'm like, does nobody stop this guy? Does nobody grab him and go shut the fuck up? They should lock him. You know what they should do? They should call a press conference every fucking rally for Herschel Walker. He shouldn't be there. They should just run his highlights from the NFL in Georgia. That's, that's, <laughs> is that the only thing people have been voting for? Nobody's voting for that fucking empty-headed clown. He is a fucking guilt. He is a disagree. breather of the highest order. Oh, you love him? No, they're voting for him because of exactly who he is. And that's the sad part here. Uh, they're voting for him because they vote for who they're told to. Like, like, and, you know, Bill the Butcher had a great line in fucking Gangs in New York. I guess I know it's Danny <laughs> Day Lewis. Yes, I know it's not Bill the Butcher. But he goes, you know what? He's talking about the Irish getting off the boats. And he goes, he goes, they're not, they're not from this country. My dad fought for this country. You know, these fucking people who vote for who their fucking king in the pointy hat tells them to vote for as he sits up on high. And that's kind of like the modern day certain parties. You know, you, you're, their people are told, the Republicans are told who to fucking vote for, and then they just fucking do. They do it either to trigger the libs and make them mad, or they do it because, ah, we want a fucking guy who's, like, what does he stand for? Is he even against anything? He's not against anything. He'll say he's 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 against proper grammar. I know that. He's clearly <laughs> against 
he's clearly against speaking in complete sentences. There's no doubt about that. I don't and like I said because I literally I was going to tweet it and I didn't because fuck that. But on election day, I was just like, look, everything's everything. Whatever the fuck happens in Pennsylvania <laughs> and all over the fucking place, it's all sports. It's all crazy. But if fucking Herschel Walker wins, nobody gets out alive. Nobody. It's just there's. <laughs> That's the dumbest fucking thing in the world. If he, if anybody where votes, and then, and then it's this crazy runoff where like now they finished like within 10 votes of one another. And uh, I think Warnock led by 10 votes and all 10 of those votes, illegitimate children of Herschel Walker. Shockingly <laughs> enough, they were, that's what gave him the margin. Unfortunately, he didn't knock up enough chicks and have enough illegitimate kids to have them without of the margin of error. Fuck me. Oh fuck! I don't think they've updated anything on that one, right? It's still forty five. Yeah, but uh, whatever. It doesn't. He was beat, but not by enough. It's going to have to go to a runoff. There's still, yeah. yeah there's but, no. But that's there hasn't been it's a dump to, for days. It's going to a runoff, but then Nevada came through for whatever the fuck for Democrat people, and then I saw people were like, "Man, we don't even need to win Georgia." I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Win everything. Yeah. Steamroll the fuck out of these guys and send a fucking man." Because I tell you what, if you win Georgia, you don't have to deal with fucking Kristen Cinema and her curtsying bullshit yeah. and fucking uh, ass fuck on the goddamn yacht from West Virginia. Mansion, yeah. right? That is fucking name. Whatever the fuck. Just get them out of the fucking equation. Yeah. But I'll tell you this, because this is where it's going with fucking idiots like Peter Thiel and these other fuckheads. They're going to find some Democrat to flip. They'll go, I'll give, I'll give you $40 million if you flip and you vote with us. And go, some guy will be like, I'm now an independent who caucuses with the shut the fuck up, you weird empty suit. All, all, you know what speaks in this country? Everybody's like, oh, this speaks, that speaks. You know, boats speak. That's it. I'll buy you more you would want. Done. Money. People want boats. Money and capitalism. Oh, my Money. God. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Take your spoon and dig a hole in the wall. A little more dirt in the yard. <laughs> Go ahead, Andy Dufresne. Go ahead. Keep just doing it. Tilt that windmill, Sacho Panza. You want me to get off your lawn? <laughs> You fill my lawn with that capitalist dirt. It's got your dirt on the wall. <laughs> Eventually, we'll get out of this prison in thirty fucking years. I'm gonna crawl through a river of shit and look up in the air. Yay! Oh Christ Almighty! Uh, <laughs> I was recently asked if I had a time machine if I would go back and kill Hitler, and I said no. I would go back and keep the British from colonizing everything. <laughs> and my friend just looked Lord. at me like, "Oh man, but that changes everything, and you might not exist." And I go, "Is that a bad thing?" Hmm. Do you do you remember do you remember what I said I would do if I had a time machine? I think so, sadly. I think I said I think I said it on the show, but I know for sure I put it on Facebook. And I said, uh, if I had a time machine, I would absolutely go back and kill Hitler if I could ever stop fucking Stevie Nicks in nineteen seventy six. And that holds to this day. I saw a picture of Stevie Nicks the other day. That was so fucking hot, and I don't even know why. Because, look, she's super hot. Back in the 70s, she was so just an anus filled of cocaine and fucking just doing, <laughs> tripping around on witch scarves, fucking amazingly beautiful and hot and unbelievably talented. But there is a great picture of the band, right? And uh, and we've I, I covered this before where it's like how weird it must have been in that fucking band when Stevie and Lindsay came to fucking rehearsal. And he's like, hey, I got this song. Let's try it. <laughs> you can go your own way. Uh, and she's like, oh, I wrote a song too. <laughs> Have you any dreams you'd like to sell? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
fucking blood all over the fucking stage every night when he's got to play that song and look over at that chick and realize god damn i fucked this up and he's still my favorite part he's still not over it it's so great they just booted him out of the fucking band and brought in mike campbell from the heartbreakers and then he went public with some bullshit or whatever the fuck and it's like dude this all comes down to fucking what happened in 1974 you know it and we all fucking know it and you wrote your song and thought yeah go your and then oh guess what happened uh, you will you will fucking silver springs your ass out of this band and never fucking think twice there was a picture of the fucking band I, forget what, I don't know if it was the rumors era or what but the band is there and they're all and they all looked look they all looked ludicrous half the fucking time again stevie's got her witch costume on and fucking mick fleetwood has a bowler it's all fucking crazy because that's what they did but in this picture like Lindsay's in the background he's kind of like on one knee kind of crouching i think if i remember right but the best part is stevie nicks is just across fucking Mick Fleetwood's shoulders. He's standing up and she's on his, she's climbed on top of <laughs> Mick Fleetwood and she's just laying across his fucking shoulders. He's standing there cause he's what, 640? And she's, she's fucking, and, and it is so fucking hot because you're just like, oh my God, if that was me, I don't even know. I couldn't even fucking move. And he, it would be like having a tarantula on your arm and you'd be like, I don't know what to do here. Do I want to get bit or not get bit or just fucking enjoy this beautiful fucking thing until it kills me. And she's just, she's on him like a jungle gym. She's on his fucking shoulders. And you're like, Oh, Stevie Nicks just, and, and you know, she looked at Lindsay and she goes, I got an idea for this photo. And she climbs to the top of Mick Fleetwood and looks fucking just coquettish and hot and mysterious and fucking beautiful and brilliant and and he and he's in the photo just staring at the camera and he's just like i hate everything and everybody i hate everything go your own fuck off this is terrible i fucking hate it so much but she is just, she is just climbed it's a powerhouse move oh, it is oh, definitely so some strong pussy energy as the kids say she that's what she's got and she still fucking has it still fucking has it she's i might go see she's coming here next year i've never seen her solo and she her and billy joel are playing sofi i think i'm going i gotta go i've never oh. seen billy joel so like i gotta go i know both of them are wonderful there. march 13th at sofi speaking of that by the way remember we we're talking about lizzo buying a 36 million dollar house yes uh you know harry styles did like 20 shows at madison square garden yes and now harry styles is here and he's doing 15 shows at the forum in la did and not I was like, know this that. is it's fucking insane. That's I mean, insane. amazing how popular these people are. Fucking Taylor Swift is doing five nights at SoFi. Hmm. That place holds ninety thousand people. She's doing five fucking nights. That's that's popular. I think is the word I'm looking for. That's a very popular person. Mm -hmm. uh, how, much, how much are these tickets? Oh, take your fucking spoon and dig the dirt out of the wall on your own. <laughs> well, here's time. what I'm gonna say. I saw. I saw uh, Fleetwood Mac and like, God, who was with them? I can't remember, but it was someone, you know, journey level. You know what I mean? I, it wasn't journey, but it was Fleetwood Mac and somebody. And I, I still have the ticket stub for $8. Yeah. Yeah. I bought and Prince I, for, which unbelievably, yeah. I, I don't think the ticket was nineteen ninety nine. It should have been, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I but I think the ticket was fifteen bucks, and I saw yeah. him twi twice on Purple Rain. I, I have all those ticket stubs from way back when, and I just laugh when I go, man, they used to do these amazing stadium tours with you know. I mean, at one point, I remember seeing like I don't know five amazing bands at one of the festivals for fourteen dollars, and I'm yeah. just. Like, and yeah. bought and I bought every shirt from every band for like eight bucks each. Yeah. And now it's I, I saw one more say 
uh, fucking quit his concert because it was cold. People were like, I paid $300 for shit tickets and I got five songs and they're not refunding the money. And I'm like, I I don't even, I I can't even imagine spending $800 for a ticket to go see a band. I just can't. But if you if you have it, you pay it. That's all. It's just capitalism. It's um, oh, my <laughs> fucking Christ. But but the reality is, is entertainment is priced out of the average person's ability to even see it anymore. Well, that's why TVs are so cheap now. Stay home and fucking watch a show. Uh, that's fucking, all I can do. You grub. You, but, you... but festivals are not accessible <laughs> for me anyway in a wheelchair. So whatever. Well, I don't want to go to a fucking festival anyway. Do you see Woodstock 99, the documentary on that? You're just ankle deep in shit. And you're watching people set fires. That, that I mean, wasn't I a that festival. That was that and that. Firefly were just capitalism. They I were just. In, I can do that in downtown L.A. I well, watch people yes. stand ankle deep in shit and set fires. That's I can do that right there. The only yeah. problem is I don't have Limp Biscuit telling me to break some shit. <laughs> uh, that um, was a horrible documentary. It was just awful. Everything Why? about it was was just just the exploitation of everyone involved. Yes, it yeah, it the, was I, just it was horrible. I've talked about it on here because I I didn't watch the uh, I don't think I watched the HBO one. I watched the Netflix one. <clears throat> so the the very fact that to this day they're still trying to blame the bands is, mm-hmm. is the fucking funniest thing in the world. Because like you essentially put people in the in in the Stanford prison experiment and with bands and, yeah. and you you think it was the band's fault that these people freaked the fuck out. They're, they're literally sleeping on hot asphalt in a, in a hundred degree weather. You have four toilets for 400,000 people. You're, and, and I will say this, so this made me laugh. They said, Oh my God, bottles of water are $8. Um, <laughs> you go to a Dodger game right now. It's $12 for a souvenir cup Coke. I mean, so if you're like eight dollar bottle of water, that sounds fine to me. I'd I'd be happy to do it, uh, but it makes me laugh that those were the prices that they were rioting over in 1994. Um, it's awful. My, my favorite thing of of the entire documentary is those those fuckheads. The guy from Woodstock who was like everything is beautiful, and then the other idiot was just like I want every dime these kids have. You know what I mean? And those two teamed up to put on a festival. So he had the one dude putting he's putting up bands and shit, but also he's picking the bands of the moment. And all the bands at the moment are like, hey, fuck the guy with all the money. Like, literally, that's their that's their whole message. Let's fucking ruin everything and also grab a bunch of chicks and take their shirts off. I mean, it's just it was just so a weird brutal. time. So, so brutal. So then you whip these people into a frenzy by booking those bands. Now, I'm not blaming the bands. You also they, they these people are a product of the environment that you put them in. Um, but my favorite part of the entire documentary is the fucking chili peppers around to close it. Yeah, there were all, the, there were all these rumors that Prince was going to close it. There are all these rumors there was going to be other other big bands people didn't know the Chili Peppers were the closing band. So the Chili Peppers are out there playing, and all of a sudden a fire starts like in the distance, and they can see it, right? And so they're still playing, and then like another fire starts, and then they yeah, stop the show. It's brutal. So they stop the show, and they bring the Chili Peppers backstage, and the guy, the fucking capitalist guy, yes, that's right, I'll use your word. <laughs> the money guy goes to them, and he goes, hey, you guys got to do something. And the Chili Peppers are like, what the fuck are you talking about? And they're like, yep. you got to go do us a favor. Like, get out there and calm them down. Like, tell them they got to calm down. Please go back out there. And he's like, they've set fires. There are fires in the distance. Like, what the <laughs> yep. fuck? And they're like, no, but do us a favor. Like, we're trying to, we're quelling that. And they're not listening to our announcements. If you guys go back on stage, they'll get into you. And if you guys calm them down, that'd be great. And the Chili Peppers are like, all right. And they go back on stage naked. And uh, they they look at one another and they go, what do we do? All right. And Flea's like, all right, you know, one, two, down, 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 down. They play Fire by Jimi Hendrix because (laughs) fuck you, guy with all the money. 
You don't ask rock stars to go behave and fix the situation that you fucking created. I, I, I know people who hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I know people who think that their fucking music is whatever the fuck and they don't care for them. And I understand that and I can see it. Whatever the fuck taste is taste. And, uh, but I will, you always forever have to respect them as fucking men and rock stars because they were like, fuck you. And they were like, all right, you want us to go back out there? And they played fire while the place burned the fuck down. It was fucking gorgeous. That's perfect. It was, it was just like, fuck you. Why are we cleaning up your mess? And then when they finally finish, everybody's waiting for the big band that was rumored to come out, and they didn't. So they got, well, let's burn the rest of this shit. Sounds like a pretty good idea. <laughs> fucking stealing merch and running around. And again, like oh, I said, 30, so 23 brutal. years later, they're still blaming the bands. I'm like, get the yeah. fuck out of here, you idiots. Because again, Woodstock was about love and peace. This was about capitalism. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Fuck off. I was drinking water and I almost spit it out. My God. You've got to stop. I think the kids say, you know, it's funny. I always say, like, get off my lawn. Conversely, you have to go touch grass, as the kids say today. (laughs) Jesus, disconnect yourself. Pull out, pull yourself out of the Matrix pod and go out and have a steak with Joe Pantoliano. Jesus Christ. Here's the thing, Mike. You can't change reality until you understand what's wrong with it. And a lot of people don't want to deal with what's wrong in our country. They want to argue and rearrange the chairs on the Titanic. And they do want to sit and play Fire by Jimi Hendrix rather than save the people around them. And the problem is we are past the point of being able to actually save people. Yes. So so watch it just go clockwise. I, I don't want to die. Well, you're not going to die. Like I said, you're, you're cool out in your house, have some hostess pies, watch and, some Until awesome I don't have money to, to pay for rent or get a wheelchair or do the things I need. I have friends raising money right now to get devices so that they can continue to work because Medicare doesn't cover it. What? <laughs> there, right. there are so many things that, wrong in this world that need to be fixed. And, it it's, like and the core friends... basis is that people don't care about other people's actual needs. Are you they care about Man? their wants. No. Who's building a device so they can continue to work? I need an exo heart. You must attach it to my breastplate so I, I can can't... continue. I can't use a regular mouse anymore. I have to go back to a trackball because three of my fingers don't work. Well, here's what I say. You have two that still work. Isn't that a lovely way to look at things? (laughs) And quite frankly, if you bring in the other hand, we're talking about seven. We got seven digits that are still operating. These other three took a hike and good for them. Should I go back to the matchstick factory now? I get phosphorus poison and die crazy weird like I said should I go back to the matchstick factory until I get phosphorus poisoning and die uh, should I head over to the you know whatever where they can still use cripples well I'll tell you <laughs> just, what from what I understand the slaughterhouses are hiring because they just well, had like 14 year old boys who fucking passed out from chemicals because they were working at night from 11 to 5 a.m. and then going to school the next day they hired these boys to brutal. come in and clean the floor of course it's it is brutal and yes. it is exploitation of humanity and the earth yes the world is a porcupine and you don't want to touch it you know you just <laughs> don't want to it just is it's pointy and sharp I just and it want hurts. it I want it better when I leave than it was when I got here And I don't think most people feel that way. 
I'm trashing this whole I, fucking thing on the way out. I watched all the cryptocurrency stuff that's happening right now. And the stories of people who are still buying cryptocurrency when people are like, you're basically buying nothing and hoping that you'll make money on nothing. Do you not even see that they're selling you a Brooklyn Bridge? And people are like, this is the greatest thing ever. Twitter has lost its value for everyone involved. And, and he has ruined an entire ecosphere of 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 technology i mean it's you, it's brutal you, you can't protect people from themselves these crypto idiots. i have a friend who is heavy into crypto and has a literally has a show about it and i and i i just want i laugh because i want to go on there and just go all right explain it to me i just literally tell me what's happening because from what i saw this week it again we know it's a house of cards but now it's a house of cards and all of but, but with none of the kings and diamonds you know what I mean? Like literally, they all all yeah. the diamonds and and clubs are gone. So now you're trying to build a house of cards out of just fucking spades and hearts. Like it's, but they continue to pump the money. Hey, look, did I buy something? I did. I, I've talked about it on the show. I think um, last year in the fall, I was talking to a friend, and I have a friend who deals with it. He, you know, a different friend than the one I just talked about. He and is he actually, not your friend. If he told you to buy cryptocurrency, no, no, no. He friends never told, don't he tell friends to do that. Never told me to buy anything. <laughs> But he talked about his experiences. Yeah. And uh, and he was like, yeah, man, I've completely bottomed out. He goes, but then also I I once I've like a few times I've made 10 times what I put in. And did he, he take it out? It's super volatile. No, you just keep that's the whole deal. It's like what day traders do. You just move it over here. You move it over there. That's his gig. That's what he does. That's In just addition, gambling. That's just gambling. Yes, that yes, is, but, that but is nothing his, but speculation nonsense on air. Money. But it's his money and it works and that's what he does. So I, again, the people we were sitting with, one of them was like, well, I'm, you know what? He mentioned something and my friend puts some money in and another one of my friends did too. And I didn't. <clears throat> and about six months later, uh, this thing went bananas. Like it went crazy. It was one of those fake coins, you know, like mystery coin or whatever the fuck. And uh, I texted my friend because <laughs> I knew he had bought some. And it said, it was this thing where like, if you had made a thousand dollar investment on January 1st, on the day that this happened was December of last year, you would now have $3 million. And so I wrote it to my friend. I'm like, how much did you fucking put in here? And, uh, and he, he like texts me. He's like, wait a minute, I got to check this out. And then he wrote me and he's like, oh no, I got in at a different price than January 1st and you know, all these different things. He goes, but yeah, I'm up. This is good. And so in my brain, I was like, you know what? I, I have a little money. I'm going to take a shot at it. So I did. I put some money into the same thing that they were in. And uh, I will tell you that it never once went up. Uh, and right now it is it holds a value of one seventh of what I put in. Yeah. OK. And it doesn't change. But here's the worst part, though. Once it started going down, because, again, I didn't know a fucking thing. I just know from what I read and what my friend had talked about. I didn't. And that's why I didn't put in a lot of fucking money because I didn't have a lot of fucking money anyway. It was a lark. I was like, let's try this. So now, like I said, what I have in there is worth one seventh what I invested. But then when it finally, when it got down to about one fifth of what I invested, I was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck. This is dumb. I go, you know what? I could just leave it in there and see because it's a yo-yo. Sometimes it goes up and down, whatever the fuck. Who cares? It's, it's all, it's a sunk cost at this point. If it goes crazy, great. If not, I've already anticipated that I've lost the whole amount anyway. But then it got to a point where I was like, well, I could actually kind of use this, this amount of yeah. money that I still have left. Not, not much. You know, tank of gas now these days. Because the way everything went bananas, so I uh, I went in to get it, and it said transfer to bank, and I did, and it said, oh, you don't have the funds to transfer to bank. You know, you're telling me I have this money, and I was like, oh no, you you don't have that money. 
That's the amount of money left from what you invested, but you have to convert it to this coin and make sure somebody else buys that coin. So then you have that money and then you can take it out. And I laughed out loud when I read the, all the instructions, like, Oh, so you just got my money for nothing. Like, cause that's, and then it just, crypto is just fucking beanie babies. You know what I mean? It's like beanie babies the, actually exist, but, but <laughs> the market exists for what people will pay. You're absolutely right. There's right. It doesn't exist. I completely agree with you, but it exists in that it's whatever destroying the planet and fracking, whatever the fuck they're else they're doing. I don't even, again, I don't understand any of this shit except for the fact yeah. it's ruining things, yes. but I do know people who are heavily involved. And I know people who still to this still, even though with all this shit that happened last week, you're just like, hold, got to hold, you know, this is, this is a coward's call or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, good for you. I look forward to putting some crypto in your imaginary cup when you're standing on a fucking imaginary street corner someday. Yes. I don't know. Whatever. And again, this whole world's a magic trick. You know what? It just is. It's but like, it didn't have to be. And it doesn't have to be. Let me, let me ask you this. Let me stop you right there. What? Let me, let me stop you right there. What? Lily, what made it that way? I don't know. <laughs> what? I thought you'd have an answer locked Oh, wait, capitalism. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you. Oh, woo. You know, I thought for a second there that you had turned the corner. You had turned over a new leaf, and you had found a different boogeyman. But instead, thankfully, your boogeyman came back and realized that I'm very excited. The thing is, it's not a boogeyman. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the thing is, it's not a boogeyman. Again. You, you talk about capitalism like it's some fucking guy in a suit with dollar signs all over it Nyah-uh-uh, with a handlebar mustache. No, it's a system of oppression is what it really is. It's a system oh, of God. oppression. Okay, Biko. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nelson Mandela. Oh, Christ. Everything's over, man. You know that, right? We know this. Uh, but not my, I, but you know, God love you, Lily. You're the, you're just, God love you. You don't bless me. I, you've got, you know what? You've got your hammer and tongs to fight against capitalism. Unfortunately, you can't exactly grip the hammer with the three fingers, but at the same time, you're doing your best to fight the fight. Uh, it's, you, you it's all right. It's nonsense. It's all, it's all so fuck. It's all such a, it's it's a privilege to be able to call it nonsense. You know, I, I shared a, a post that I put out in 2016 where I said, if you don't believe that rights will be lost, you're not paying attention. And I saw it yesterday. I just shared it and I went, yeah, Rowan Dobbs are gone. They're they're coming to make Christianity. If you if you if you didn't see this coming, it was because you wanted it to come. And that's that's literally the two options at this point. Um, cause, cause you can't spend your life under the covers and you know that there's always a reckoning day. There's always, you know, and by the way, I have QuickBooks and I have, uh, I have TurboTax for the last two years. If you want help with that, I'll help you get it posted and filed. Um, the, the thing is, yes, no, you know why I won't, I won't take you up on that because you're going to put in some weird, a beautiful mind code that says fuck capitalism and they're going to go, <laughs> ho, ho. Look at this guy sent a secret message in his numbers. All I would do is show you how to use it so that you can punch the numbers in. It's not hard, Mike. Fuck all that. It's show not me, hard. Show me how to use it. What, what are you talking about here? I, I People do things for me, goddammit. You Nobody know how to do math. You could be doing your own books and, and all of your own taxes if you wanted to. It, you know why it would be so much easier, too, for me to do it? Because I only claim one dollar. <laughs> dick. That's all I made. What'd you make last year? One dollar. 
And besides, they've taken away so many of the things that you can write off as a business owner that, uh, you know, it's really easy to do your taxes now. <laughs> God, I, I just love the very fact that you think my name is in the same area code as business owner. I, I love that that would even be a possibility. Are you still Holy a, are fuck. you still a, um, are you still a corporation in California? Yeah, I want to fucking cancel it. You know, I love being throw punch media, but also that was under the guise of the fact that I was ever going to achieve anything. So now it's just an $800 yoke around my neck that I have to pay that doesn't protect me from fucking anything. You could get liability, business liability insurance that would cover you almost as well as being a corporation for what you do. How much not, that that cost? I'm, not that I'm giving out tax advice or What's that cost? business advice. Uh, well, it's cheaper than 800 I can tell you that. You can get general liability for a business cheaper than that. Is there any chance it would be one dollar? <laughs> <laughs> I like that Look, I, I want to crawl under the covers um, every day, but it's just not comfortable <laughs> to lay in bed under the covers anymore. You know what? I'm going to take your metaphor and make it real life because it got cold here in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, it's horrid. And I put my flannel sheets on and I pull out one of my down comforters along with my other blanket and my flannel sheets. And oh my Christ, do I never want to get out of bed. I never, <laughs> ever, I climb into my bed and it's just, it is so toasty and perfect and pillowy. Uh, I've got the two memory foam pillows that my buddy Austin sent me. I've got another pillow that I just fucking hug tightly. Another pillow that I prop my arm up on, on my side and oh, and I'd fade away. I just, I just count all of the sheep. And you know, it's funny. I count the sheep and they actually climb into this warm bed and it's like, oh, this is, I can't, we couldn't possibly jump a fence. Because I I am so I love when it gets this kind of weather in Los Angeles, and, and when I say cold, by the way, I just it just started uh, snowing in Chicago, where it's I it's so <laughs> when I tell you it's forty five degrees here, I know you're like fuck you, and I understand that. But at night at forty five degrees, it's it's very chilly here. It's so cold. Uh, but goddamn, I have I have you know it's funny because I have a down comforter and I have a blanket my brother sent me from Korea, and I have two other down comforters. I have a blanket a listener made me, uh, and another blanket a listener sent me. Oh my god! I have a quilt that uh, Kat, uh, um, who was it? Was it Catherine who sent it to me? I think it was. Would um, you all keep? Would you stop sending him stuff he can hide under? <laughs> no, no, I need You're all of the covers. Him. That's fine. They all know. <laughs> it's important. That's what they need. I'm, I, I'm just gonna. Eventually, I'll just do this show from just like a pile of covers. I'm just gonna princess and pee the shit out of this goddamn show. I'll be at the bottom and try to find me. We'll, uh, we'll put video out of that. <laughs> uh, There's just a right. mouth coming out of a crack and a microphone hanging from the ceiling. Oh, Lord. Uh, all right. I, I have kept you a long time today. I can imagine that your, your back is hurting and you've got. It, it is. It is. How is your how is your family doing? Is everybody good right now? I know your brothers and some stuff was happening. and Everything OK? No, no. Things are all, you know, I mean, it's it's a. It's always a fucking coin flip. I mean, there's one, there's one brother I will never speak with again, and then there's uh, other brothers who've got other stuff going on. And my stepdad just broke his elbow, and I mean, it's oh, just no. it's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, but weirdly, weirdly enough, he he broke it in a wrestling match. So that was uh, 82 years old. He just got into a scrum with somebody. Why you kids today? Uh, was it professional no. or on the street? <laughs> no, it was, no, it was amateur. It was funny. Well, first of all, I I I, I got to say this. I don't think I'm supposed to talk about it. Oh, well, we'll stop. That's the first rule. I believe the first rule is that I'm not supposed to talk about it. And the second rule also is I am not supposed to talk about it. So put it on a shelf. Uh, I will thank you for helping me this week. I appreciate it. It's always-
always good uh, talking with you. You got to get on the rack and get stretched. I'm sure I've I ruined do. your back. Uh, no, but thank it's you. Just, it's just life. It's just the way it is. Uh, you know what I blame for your back injury? <laughs> yes, I know. What would it be? Capitalism. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> love you. We'll see you next week. I love you, too, Mike. <laughs>